Blog Talk Radio. And I just don't give a damn. This is what I am. What I am. Understand? I don't give a damn. Damn. This is who I am. Who I am. Man, I don't give a damn. Damn. This is what I am. What I am. And I just don't give a damn. Take me as I am. As I am. And my G still pumping. Hold on the culture. You know that my Doja culture game over, soldier. I'm cooling. Be on the sofa. Niggas is posers and I'm the sculptor. Don't mean it and soldier, but fuck the vultures. I feel them the dopeness and proper dosage. I crank up the We'll do it live. Yeah. Uh, that is, unless you're not listening live. This is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast. It is Wednesday. June 13th, 2018. I'm your host, Travis Bryant. Hosting right alongside of me is my main man, Cameron Hawkins. What's going on, man? Here and ready for action. Uh, Cam, what's happening? Yeah, no, I'm I'm good. How are things? Things are well. Things are well. Good to hear. Uh, We've got a pay-per-view coming up. This Sunday, we've got a takeover this Saturday. We've got uh, 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 Punk UFC results and and uh, resulting like internet assholery. But that's typical, you know. You would kind of expect that, but you know, a little little twist, a little extra to that story. We'll get to um, probably get to that. <laughs> right up top, actually. So let me go ahead and um, get right to things. Let me uh, give out all the pertinent information uh, for you guys to get in contact with us all kinds of ways, so there is no excuse. <clears throat> First way, hit us up on the Constellation Lines. You can give us a call at 347-202-0103. Once again, that's 347 202 0103. And I figure I want to try to get in the habit a little bit more. I, 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 I think of it as a bombardment, but, you know, whatever. Or you can leave us a voicemail. I'll com- combine the two talky ones. So hit us up on the Constellation Lines. Talk to us live at 347-202-0103. Or leave us a voicemail any time uh, of the week. Uh, we'll play it live on on air. Uh, hit us up four one five seven eight seven five two two nine four one five seven eight seven five two two nine. So yeah, those are the ways to to get at us verbally. Uh, you can find us uh, find the show on Twitter at East Coast Cast Twitter dot com slash East Coast Cast. You can find my personal Twitter at Trav Lord, and you can find Cam at Seahawk. At CEE Hawk, all kinds of conversation uh, going on on th- those uh, Twitter, especially the, sh- the show and and cams. To be to be honest, um, so yes, yeah, so get at us on the tweets and Facebook. That's the last bastion of get at it. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com/slash/pwtorch East Coast Cast. Uh, like the page, uh, tag your pals in it. Let them know about the show and that on that forum. Uh, yeah, so do that. Spread the love. Spread the. Are we a movement? I think we're just a 
We're just a show and a couple of couple of dudes. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so do those things. Um, so yeah, so uh, time to uh, time to get serious, uh, Cam. Uh, headline time, poll results. Where are we starting? Yeah, I think everything's kind of <clears throat> revolving around money in the bank. I, I think that's the big thing. I kind of think it's money in the bank. It's the big event between WrestleMania and SummerSlam now, um, you know, based on things that have happened at Money in the Bank over the last 10 or so years. Um, and especially how Money in the Bank is always going to create a future WWE title match. Um, in this case, at least two, being uh, that there's a men and women's Money in the Bank. And so all our polls are kind of are kind of ending. Um, some are still going if you guys want to jump in the last minute. Uh, but, yeah, the first one we had was about uh, the singles match at TakeOver Chicago, um, who would win between Ricochet and the Velveteen Dream. 67% said Ricochet, but 33% Velveteen Dream. Um, and we'll just kind of run down that thread. Um, would you Gargano, like to use – hold up, Cam. I'm a, I'm, I'm, <clears throat> I have ulterior, ulterior motives, but also like a real kind of just – do you want to use this as the predictions for TakeOver, the main matches at TakeOver? And, uh, I mean, we can. And, um, uh, and yeah, that'll so be like, because you never vote, so it'll be like, yeah, yeah, we got Cam on the Yeah, we can kind of tackle them one by one. Um, I think that it's not the same scale. It doesn't exist in a vacuum. But I do feel like Velveteen Dream can just lose every match and still get his heat back. At this point, um, I and Ricochet hasn't had a big singles match yet, you know. So it does seem to me I'd go along with the poll that Ricochet would win. Yeah, I was in the thirty-three percent, the one, the, the one third that voted for Velveteen, strictly because I, I haven't seen the man win in months. Yeah, it's for sure, not a big match, not a featured match. Interesting thing. Um, I was in a Facebook group, and people were saying how they've had, like, some negative experiences in meeting uh, Velveteen Dream. Mm. And, like, he was the nicest kid in the world when I met him. He was so nice. Like, just... Oh, yeah, he did that. Yeah, he was like a kid, you know, because it's like... I don't know. I think he might be one of those people who is, like, in character because he was dressed in character. But I think it's the energy you give him. You know what I mean? Like, and there also weren't people around. Like, we're, it's basically me, him, and the concessions people in the whole, like, in the whole building. Like, at that point, because we got in early, you know? So, like, it could be that. But he was, like, a nice 24-year-old kid. Like, I don't know. I, I, I hate that people had bad experiences. I just thought he was, he was the sweetest kid. Um, yeah. So... The second poll was for the street fight between uh, Ciampa and Gargano. Um, 58% said Ciampa, 42% said Gargano. I, um, I'm i kind of torn on this because it seems to be this thing where Gargano's going to go too far in the match, and I don't even know if it's a double turn thing, but um, I think Gargano's going to win, but it's just going to be like despicable. Well, if, you, if you've been keeping up on NXT, that's kind of what they've been pushing. Like, uh, you know, Tommaso's basically yeah, no, like, I get it. What's the face is looking like, hey, Johnny, that's a little much. Like, 
But yeah. the idea so that they could come out of that match in Chicago, I don't think the, the place has a ton to do with it, but <clears throat> in Chicago, <clears throat> and, and we're going to be talking next week about heel Johnny Gargano and babyface Tommaso Ciampa is absolutely, I, 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 I think, for so many reasons, like wrong, ridiculous, <laughs> just no, 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 and, and I just don't see how you how you would have to go so far and yeah, yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> that's wow. Is that like a is that your just personal kind of thing, or is that something that's like been 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 talked about in, in no, various? I've not heard that anywhere else. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, it would. I mean, conventional wisdom says that like Chamber has to win something, you know, in this thing. So, I don't know, but I don't know how much longer that goes. Like all the matches except the 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 last one we saw, right? Like Gargano yeah. and that and that last one finally won. I'm I picked Gargano to win based on I think they'll use this even though he just resigned and blah blah blah. But they'll use this because kind of what they're I see what they're doing on 205, and I'm like, well, I, I think they'll send Gargano to. To, to 205 Live, and Ciampa will be in NXT a bitter heel. The next guy that gets him is, you know, can be made if it's like a, if it's a, if it's a somebody that's not necessarily a, a star yet, or you know what I mean. So, mm-hmm. I think yeah. I just think the better use is for for Gargano to go up to 205 Live and Ciampa to be be there as the bitter as the bitter heel and. Johnny's own, you know, the star baby face on uh, 205 that they've never really like, had. I feel like everything else, Trav, like we'll probably, I think we're going to agree on, but I feel like everything else kind of holds serve. I think that um, Aleister Black retains. I think that Shayna Baszler retains. I think that uh, Undisputed Era retains. Like I just, even though I like, like the Oni Lorcan and Danny Burke stuff, they're really good in the ring, and there have been some really good matches out of that, and having Pete Dunne figure in is cool. Um, I just think the titles hold serve, um, especially Aleister Black, Lars Sullivan. Like, maybe you can run that out again, but that's literally the third or fourth biggest deal on the card, and that's that's not a bad and thing, it, but it's just like, and it's, I don't see it. And it was an awesome little build the way, like, holy shit, he just caught his... Uh, that was really cool. He just vision. caught his kick like that. He just... Like, well, what does Alistair got? Like, because that kind of was, yeah. So, so it's an interesting, yeah. It's an interesting. Can the can the champ overcome this big big obstacle? But it's fine because it's like, yeah, second or third from the top, at least feeling. Um, what where where it'll be positioned actually come Saturday? Obviously, is still up in the air, but. Um, but that's fine. And then the Birch stuff, like that's the why you build those kinds of guys up so they can have a credible match on a on a on a major uh, on a major show. They're not going to win, but they're going to have a damn good match, and they're going to make the champions, the guys who are really the stars, really the you know look amazing and all that stuff. Like that's how it should be. And every now and then, like a Birch and. Orkin will get a win in that situation and be made, or or they'll attempt to, you know. So, like that's why you do it. That's why Titus Young should, or Titus O'Neil, you know, should have when he was hot with the with the with the with the sweat rag comment or whatever it was, dish rag comment. Like 
protect him, build him up for a month, and then put him against John Cena or or CM Punk or whoever's the damn champion. Like, what's wrong with that? A, a one-off. But, yeah, they don't. That's main roster shit. And, yeah. All right. So, speaking of the main roster, um, because Twitter allows four options, it's kind of fitting. Um, I said which uh, Raw superstar is more than, m- most likely to win the women's money in the bank. Um, 19% Sasha Banks, 25% Alexa Bliss, 26% Ember Moon, and 30% Natalia. Um, and we'll go ahead and just write down one. The tightest poll? Sorry. Yeah. I think that is. Yeah, by far. Good uh, well, the, the later in the Corey Graves stuff, but, um, but as far as matches go, yeah, that's like toss up. Like the real. Salute to her and what she's done since she's been on the main roster. Like she What's really. Um, I, I just think Clever. that it says they people know what Sasha Banks can do. Um, they know that her her in ring ability is always going to have her around the title anyway. So maybe this isn't something that she necessarily needs. And her star power. I mean, I, mean, uh, I think that's really yeah. what it what it yeah. is. She, and and her in ring. She, but that's all wrapped up yeah. in her being a star, so yeah. I think Natalia is the logical choice with her relationship between with Nia Jax and Ronda Rousey, especially. I, I think it makes sense storyline wise why she would win it, and, and you know you can get face Natalia, you can get heel Natalia. She's she's she can do both. Um, but you're assuming, which I'm not, and we'll get to it later when it's in it shortly, I should say. Um, about uh, that, that Ronda's going to win the Raw Women's Championship. Mm-hmm. Um, so, on the SmackDown side, um, is there uh, is that a giveaway? If, if that Women's Money in the Bank is is uh, you know before or or even after? I mean, even if Ronda wins or Nia retains, going you know going into that money, you know that takes Natalia's yeah. shots yeah. one way or the other, depending on the the outcome. So. I'd lean towards, yeah. I, I would. Um, on the SmackDown women's side, uh, 4% said Naomi, 20% Lana, 23% Charlotte, and 53% Becky Lynch. Um, yeah. People think it's finally Becky Lynch's time. Like, I, I don't know how much more we need to get into that. Uh, yeah, they think, <laughs> they think if somebody on SmackDown is going to win it, it's Becky Lynch. They thought she was going to win the first one twice. Um, yeah. So that's. And yeah, it's I, I went with I went with Becky Lynch personally. It seems to it seems and that's a good a a great attribute to have that you're for an entire year straight in every major, you know, whether it was the the women's rumble or the women's battle, the WrestleMania battle royal or the the last two uh, uh or the last and the upcoming women's money in the banks. She's been like that she's gotten that kind of uh, uh, support from people, people that go like me that go, oh she's oh she's due, like that's a tremendous attribute to have as a character, especially you know in in this genre, like oh she's due or he's due, oh he can at any moment they could you know fire him up, fire her up. So yeah, I, I really do hope so. That's that sucks for Naomi that Lana's. Getting five times the uh, percentage points for yeah uh, than she is, 
Um, and I think it's horrible. I don't think Lana should be in the match. And not that she shouldn't be in the match. I mean, depth is an issue. But, damn, 20%. But, that's. But Naomi's the, you know, Naomi's a consistent baby face. Naomi's been women's champion for an extended period of time. Like, it doesn't. She does not have the, oh, she, at any given time, oh, she's due. Yeah. <laughs> Part of her, uh, her, 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 her aura. Exactly. Um, so on the men's side, I thought the raw poll was really interesting. Um, 5% say Bobby Roode, 21% Finn Balor, 36% Kevin Owens, 38% Braun Strowman. And I think that says yeah. just so much about – it says a lot about Bobby Roode, bless his heart, but it says a lot about Kevin Owens. Um, it yeah, this really – per- This was exactly him. how I would have thought this type of – this this poll would have would have shaken out. Like Finn's going to get yeah. his – you know, twenty to twenty-five percent, and and then Braun and Ke- and Owens are going to split the the real the real stuff, and I voted for Owens. Uh, like it's just fit for him for that gimmick. If he brings the suit back, you know that would you know with the briefcase that would uh that'd be great. Um, but it's just set up for him. Like Braun's not the guy. Are we really going to see Braun? Well, Braun could you know. Oh well, Brock's not there. I was gonna say he could do a cane and win and cash in the same night, but mm-hmm. um, but I just don't that, think it's the champion set. would have to be there. <laughs> champion would have to show up. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, and then on the SmackDown side, ten um, percent Rusev, eleven percent the New Day representative, thirty-five percent the Miz, forty-four percent Samoa Joe. And yeah. like, yeah, I like Samoa Joe. Um, as a pick and in that role because, like, whereas The Miz winning it is The Miz waiting for your very lowest moment to cash in, Samoa Joe's stalking you the whole time, telling you he's coming. Like, you know, like, it's it's just the the way you put different personalities as a spin on that. But, um, yeah, like, I think that Rusev's definitely going to get great reaction, but... I think Samoa Joe is going to be probably the crowd favorite in that match. Like, it's going to be something to see. But yeah, if I if if my money was on it, um, he'd be the guy I go with. Yeah, Joe's who I went with. I just think the Miz type story is has been told so many times with yeah. this money in the bank with sixteen or twenty of them, however many there has been. Like it's been it's been told. Um. The stalking angle where somebody's just badass enough to 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 want to let you know, like I'm I'm going to be hiding in the bushes. I'm going to be stalking you like a you know <laughs> you know like a like a predator. Like all that whole thing is way fresher, way more fitting. Obviously, it's just it's just it just works a lot better. So, um, you know, up next. Uh, what we alluded to earlier, um, I asked people what they thought who would win the uh, the Raw Women's Championship match, and I thought it was important, um, given the nature of the match, given how fast it came about, and the participants that we had um, pretty specific options. So, six percent said that Nia Jax is going to win the championship match without a title change. So by you know DQ. 7% say Nia Jax is going to win outright. 33% say Ronda Rousey is going to win outright. And 54% say Ronda Rousey is 
that Ronda Rousey is going to win with no title change. Um, I do yeah. think that, you know, the no title change option on either side, we can kind of lump those together, and I don't know how different the results would be. Like 60% say there's not going to be a title change. I think that's the important thing to come out of this. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, I'm just – what I'm looking at, what stands out to me is only 14% of people think Nia Jax is going to win, whether it's yeah. outright or <laughs> or by DQ or something. Mm-hmm. Like Ronda gets herself DQ'd or, maybe, you know, Natty causes it, whatever. Uh, so that's just, you know, just keeping an eye on, on you know, you know some, somebody like Nia's, uh, you know, marketability and where the fan where she stands with fans in that aspect. Like I just don't see how how there's any way that there's a title change, like that's for sure. So I think those two should have been the fifty four and thirty three. Mm-hmm. Like I, I just don't like I, I mean I guess Ron of course Ron Rousey could win at friggin' Money in the Bank which is you know WWE tries to you know put it over as a as a big pay per view and blah 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 but it's still an off brand you know non premier pay per view as far as you know history goes and it has only a five year seven year history just not up there yet maybe one day but it's not a big four. Maybe it is, because Survivor Series really isn't. But anyway, I, I just think SummerSlam, or if this was a WrestleMania, obviously, or something like that, coming up, it's and she had been around longer. I, I just don't think her first singles match, or maybe that's exactly yeah. why she did it. And that would be, but again, why would you want to waste that ESPN? I guess they figure, well, ESPN and those types aren't covering, you know, Football's not kicked in yet. Basketball's over. Hockey's over. Baseball's still in the doldrums of summer kind of thing. You know, maybe they're like, we can get the coverage and we can, you know, but, yeah, you could also get it when it's bigger at WrestleMania and blah, 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 and more eyes. And I just, yeah, I just don't think Ronda's going to win, but we'll see. Okay. So, um you know, the next thing, Saturday night, CM Punk had his second UFC fight. Um, lost it by decision, 30-26. to 26. Um, You know, if you watch the fight, um, I'm no, I'm no uh, combat sports expert, but I do have two eyes, and, and I have watched um, an event or two. I'd say, man, for about two minutes, he, he looked like he looked competent, and the rest of the fight he did not. Um, yeah. And none of that's a shot. I think that there are some real parallels between things CM Punk has said about part-time wrestlers and CM Punk's performance um, in the UFC. Um, Just really looked outclassed and didn't like he belonged. And, uh, yeah, so I asked, what are your feelings? What's closer to your feelings towards CM Punk's UFC tenure? 70% said salute for trying. 30% 30% said he took someone's spot. Like, I usually don't look at these polls and say, well, somebody's being disingenuous. I firmly believe people are being disingenuous, or at least hypocritical with how they responded to this, because um, I think that it's not the same credit that they give that they gave Iraq or 
give a Brock Lesnar. I, I just don't because I hear how they talk about things like this. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of the long and short of it. People feel like he should be applauded for the effort that he put forth, and I my feelings closer to it are took someone's spot because I don't look at this as a chase your dreams type thing. Because if you were chasing your dreams, you would have been training for this for 20 years, you know, and you would also, even if this was your dream, I think you would have enough respect for the thing that you're pursuing to understand that I have not, based on things I've said about people, I haven't earned the right to compete on this stage based on things I've said about people. Not based on whether I actually deserve it or not, but based off of words that I said toward people doing the same thing in my profession, maybe this is something I should sit out. And I think with with all due respect, he proved the hypocrisy of the things he was saying because you can name, and I can't because, again, I'm, I'm no fight expert, but there's somebody who's listening to this show right now who can name 100 people who would have put on a better match or a better fight than he did on Saturday night. So, you know, that that's kind of where I stand on it. Yeah, I voted salute for trying. Um, Thank you, Travis. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> for, uh, yeah, I don't but you <laughs> also, so I'll say this. As you, as you continue, you also don't talk about people like Rock taking someone's spot on WrestleMania. So... Oh no! And yeah. I'm about to use the same rationale. Uh, yeah. <laughs> because it's like, well, he, at least on that first fight, for sure, you know, made them some money. So he was there. Mm-hmm. He, he certainly bought something to the table. He didn't just. Uh, he didn't just take somebody's spot and and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and. Um, Someone was willing to pay him and put him on a show. Yes. He didn't uh, politic his way there. Again, I mean, just if you consider just being famous and having a name, politicking, then sure. But, you know, I, I doubt he was backstage, like, you know, in, in Dana's office. He, you know, he just he took what he could get, for sure. <laughs> he just wanted, like, hey, look, put yeah. me on. No, and, and let me say like, this, too. Um, before... Because I think sometimes we'll say these things and then we'll get a call about how, but Cam, don't you? And it's like, no, let me, let me say this. I applaud CM Punk for doing so well in life and being so good at all the things that he did that it got him here. Like, I absolutely appreciate that. And please don't let me thinking that he's he more than likely took something from somebody who could have performed better as me saying that he didn't do what was necessary to earn that spot. Like, I know it sounds like I'm mincing my words, but I'm, I'm very clear in what I'm saying. Like, CM Punk being uh, overcoming this crazy family stuff to being a great performer in ROH to being WWE champion and being so memorable that people will look past things that he's done to support him and chant his name at shows, like, I'm giving him credit for all of those things. Like, those things make him an amazing person. 
he's still a trash fighter and got treated as such. So both of those right, things can be true. Undeniable. Yeah. He's, he's yeah. a trash elite fighter for for sure. Yeah. Because, again, if, he, if he'd have taken the Bobby Lashley route or the Batista route, like maybe he could have Maybe know, it's different, yeah. Guy. An actual <laughs> tomato can, not a UFC tomato can, which is different. Right. Um, right, that's totally different. Yeah, brands of. And it's like uh, Jeff said, tomato. Can. Jeff was like, because because you know Jeff does. Jeff has a job where sometimes he probably beats people up. We'll just say that since he doesn't like us talking about his job. But <laughs> or not Jeff. I'm sorry, Joe. Um, I'm sure Jeff also beats people up because he lives in New York. But no, our buddy <laughs> Joe um, has trained, uh, I think Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, and he was like, "Hey, Cam." This is my, uh, you know, sensei instructor, dojo master, um, to, to not throw any salt on what the guy actually does. Cause I don't remember the exact tweet. He was like, he's been practicing for 19 years, and he knows in his heart of heart that he cannot compete on the UFC level. Yeah. <laughs> like, he still knows that he's not good enough. And so when I look at right. CM Punk do it, I'm like, yeah, you know, regardless of you being here, you don't belong here. And, and Right, I'm you not don't get to... Yeah, intensive train for three years and catch up and get and exactly. pass the guy that's been doing it for nineteen years who still can't hey, that at, at that level. Exactly. <laughs> so. And yeah, and and again, like it's you know, I I applaud you for doing the things in life to have the clout to get there. It doesn't sure. change the fact sure. that as a competitor, you were not good enough to be in that spot. Um, and, and that kind of leads us to the last thing, and um, it, it made for a really interesting conversation. And I think this is one of those things where we should kind of give away the secret of what we do, Travis. Um, so the last poll was, you know, how do you feel about Corey Graves' post-fight comments directed towards CM Punk? So very shortly after CM Punk uh, lost, Corey Graves went on like a four-tweet journey. I'm not going to disparage what happened. A four-tweet journey about basically how, you know, they were close. This is somebody who he reached out to. And basically CM Punk made a point to cut ties with people. And if I'm to be clear, it went so far as to say either leave WWE or we're not going to be friends. Um, And immediately, like, my reaction was, like, dog, that's family business. Like, and not only is it family business, but you're going to put this out, like, right after that man probably suffered one of the – went through one of the hardest weeks of his life and uh, probably one of the hardest nights of his life. Like, that's that's the time where you talk like about physically. how he's not a good friend to you. Yeah, yeah, physically. Like, that, that's the night you talk about, like, how he's not a good friend to you. Like, what's it all about? So, you know, for and, a few days – yeah, you got it. And not only that he he's not a good friend to you personally, you know, but – what the hell is going to be my point? But just to, I don't know. It'll come to me. Oh, to, well, to close it out by saying, hey, hey, my boss and my big boss, this has got nothing to do with you guys, and to add them in the tweet. Like, a, a lot of it just struck me. Well, I'll just say this. I asked how people felt. 31% say, what CM Punk said was inbounds, period. Like or, I'm sorry, what Corey Graves said was inbounds without any type of qualifiers. 32% said it was inbounds, but the timing was poor. 
and 37% said it was out of bounds, period. Now, when this is kind of something that was gestating just between our followers, Travis, um, the majority said that it was out of bounds, period. Period. When it got to to our boss, (laughs) when it got to Wade and Wade, you know, retweets it, and it comes to a larger, more diverse audience, um, that's when all the inbounds happen. Well, more diverse than our immediate audience. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't know if they're particularly diverse. But um, and kind of what it taught me, I just think that a lot of us treat friendships really differently and interpret friendships differently. And, you know, to be bluntly, I think a lot of us have never been beat up before. (laughs) And I mean that. Like, it, it was kind of surprising to me how many people thought that, talking about a friend like that was okay. And the reason yeah, I say that... A third of people. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, technically, two-thirds of people feel like talking oh, about a friend like poor that. timing. Right, right. Yeah. Two-thirds of people kind of feel like that's okay. And my thing is, like, I've said some really hard things about people, but never in a position that would change somebody else's opinion of them. Especially not in public, like right. You sometimes go out of your way me. not to taint. Yeah. I certainly know how that is. Like you so, know what? So it's like this, like Travis. We um, and again, I'm gonna dance around it because it's nobody's fucking business. But we have a friend, um, like who, who's somebody that we both know, and, and I've told you the story about how two of my best friends had a child together, mm-hmm. and. There are issues between them, and one of them decided that I couldn't be friends with both of them, right? And it's it's really similar to to the CM Punk thing in that, like, we're friends outside of this. Like, this is my friendship with this person shouldn't determine my friendship with you. And they decided we weren't friends anymore. And I've never, ever disparaged that person because of that. I have I've made it clear that when they reached out, I didn't want to be friends going forward because of how I felt about it. But I've never gotten on social media in a place where, like, I could easily say the name and then a thousand people have a problem with this person, right? right. Like, I've never done that. And I wouldn't do that because regardless of our personal relationship, there's at least enough history between the two of us. One enough history between us to where I'm not going to try to make anybody else think bad about you. And number two, I wouldn't want somebody doing that to me because I'm going to go see them. Like, I just don't – I don't know what kind of friendship a person can build to where nobody's – like, nobody came over and stabbed you. Nobody came over and beat you up. Like, somebody decided y'all aren't cool anymore. And, like, you feel the need to, like, put that out in front of everybody. It was It was weird to me. Um, but the majority right. of people, oh, you got it. You know, that's kind of the thought I had earlier. Like, you're just kind of a, like, maybe it was you. Like, Corey, yeah. like, how did, like, maybe, like, they stopped talking. To, or, or, or if it was the whole punk thing, like, hey, you either leave WWE. Like, maybe you don't understand he wants to cut that part of his life out. And sorry, pal, that if you don't, like, why can't you respect that personal decision? And mm-hmm. it's like, like, and, and trust your friendship enough, or at least enough that uh, the, the past friendship, that like, there's a reason 
there's a good enough reason. And maybe one day when I'm not doing this anymore or, you know, he comes back into the fold, we can be friends again. But, like, oh, you just take that L if it's even an L. Like, people come in and out of your lives all the time. It's, I, I just... I mean, I get it. Like, like, he held your baby before you did because you were on the road, and he trusted you, and you guys go back. Like, but, yeah. yeah but he don't rock like, with you. Yeah, maybe, like, maybe something it was, yeah. And, and the thing is, um, like, you and I, and again, you, we have to have a conversation about you being nice to our followers, but we had a conversation with somebody about basically, like, well, did you have that same energy when CM Punk was out there talking about, you know, talking crazy on his podcast. Like, number one, he's not talking about people he claims to love. Yeah. Like, num- like, he's talking about... Like, beyond, not even making judgments about who was right or who was wrong, like, wrong, yeah. you know, being wronged by your boss. Like, no, 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 no. Yeah. That's somebody that's, uh, that's management he's talking about. That's yeah, a corporate about entity he's talking for, like, about. Not yeah. a personal friend that it's he came up man. with. Or, you know, again. You're not talking about your man. And, and even outside of that, like, even if we're, if even if they're, even if we're acknowledging that, that what he did wasn't cool, we're not arguing about who won the friendship. Like, that's not my point at all. It's not about who's right and who's wrong or who deserves a better friend or anything like that. It's that, like, that's not how people I know conduct business because yeah. – Friendships, we're going to have situations where we're in the same circles and there's people that we're not cool with. That, that's just how it works because everybody's personality doesn't mesh. But, like, like we was talking to our man Craig, and I, I love Craig to death, and I think that he was I, not misinterpreting what I was saying, but he he had an energy to it that I didn't because we've been through different things. And my whole thing was like, look, I'm not telling you – how to react to things like this, what I'm saying is that doesn't cut it in my circle. Like, we can't rock if that's how you are because that tells me all it's going to take is a bad day, then I'm public enemy number one. Like, people grow apart. It's not for you to to try to ruin other relationships that I have because I, I believe Corey Graves to be an intelligent person. He's certainly a snarky person, and those things typically go hand in hand. So he knows but we also know he's a shill. And will do things to you know, you know, right or wrong, rightly yeah. or wrongly, to get ahead professionally. And if coming yeah. off like a little fucking snitch, bitch ass little, you know, corporate boy, uh, is going to endear him to the boss, that, that there might be. I think we have to allow there might be room for that. But hey, but but seriously though, if we're if we're to believe what Corey Graves tweeted, doesn't that make CM Punk right all along? Oh, for sure. Like, like don't, if don't you got, you got to leave him. to be my friend. Yeah. Like, I can't, as long as you rock I can't with, him, rock with you in that cool. environment because I know you're compromised, what you're going to have to do and say. Like, so, yeah. and that, that's kind of the crazy part to me. Like, you're, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Like, he told you if you rock with them people, he can't be cool with you. And now because you rock with them people, y'all aren't cool. Like, it, I, it's, the whole thing's wild to me. Like, I, I hope people understand. Yeah. I can simultaneously say um, I take issue with CM Punk trying to compete in UFC, and I also take issue with that man clowning his former man at his lowest point, probably professionally. 
You know, it's, and it wasn't even he didn't even stop at you know ha ha you lost, which is mostly what the internet you know does in those situations. Yeah. It was it was uh, he could have put a Clyde Jordan it. on that man and been good. Hmm. But, but nah, we don't you don't love me and let me put that through uh, one thousand or eleven hundred and twenty characters real quick. Like it was it's wild corny and like. I don't know. I'm not. I'm certainly no social media expert. I definitely say things that get me in trouble and start fights and have people thinking that I'm wild confrontational. But you've never heard me come at the neck of anybody I love or have ever claimed to love. It just don't. I don't get it. I don't understand that energy. And you're just you're making yourself look crazy out here. I, I really feel like that. All right, let's uh, open this thing up to some folks. Again, hit us up on the Constellation Lines, 347-202-0103. Let's uh, start things off by heading out west. And uh, let's talk to, uh, what, 26, 27-year Pro Wrestling Torch uh, newsletter and VIP subscriber, Brian from Phoenix. Uh, Brian, what's happening, what man? Up? Hey, Trav. Hey, Cam. Uh, Trav, thanks for having me on really uh, early. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Hey, I'm going to uh, divert from what I was going to say, talk about, because, Cam, uh, what you were just saying uh, brought up uh, something that happened to me several years ago. So you know how I'm a nice guy, you know, do my thing out here in Phoenix. But um, several years ago, I had uh, – I still have my best – yeah, I have my best friend, Jay. And uh, him and I – uh, I don't make friends very easy is the part I'm going to say to this part. Um, you know, I don't have a ton of friends out here in Arizona. But I uh, met this guy. We were both in the Air Force. His name was Jay. And for some reason or another, we just clicked right away. So this guy was like my brother. And, of course, what happened? A woman would come between us, right? And it's all my fault. You know, uh, even, you know, back then I even knew it was my fault. The woman came between us, and, you know, we had a, a, a pretty, pretty good circle of friends that we all hung around with. And, you know, Jay and I ended our friendship. And, you know, people asked us, you know, hey, what happened? And it was like, hey, you know, something, you know, something weird happened. You know, we're still good and everything, but, you know, we're doing our own thing now. And then what, how, how we ended up coming back friends again was he had a medical issue, and he had to ultimately separate out the Air Force. So I come over to his apartment one day and knock on the door, and his fiance's there. She's like, Brian's here. What does he want? And so I walk in, and him and I had this, like, two-hour talk where we just air everything out. We've been best friends ever since then. But I could not imagine myself, Cam, going out and just disparaging Jay, even though, again, it was my fault about the relationship with the woman part. But, and, you know, he never did But you couldn't imagine like him doing that to you either, probably, that, even though it was your fault. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I thought that was like a friendship that was irreparable. Uh, I would have, you know, really thought it was irreparable. But, uh, you know, we just we talked it all out, and he ultimately forgave me. And, you know, again, we've been best friends ever since. So I don't see myself going and doing that option, and I'm glad Jay didn't do that option. Uh, real quick to interrupt your your your, your thing here, so I want to address the tweet. I, oh, okay, Cam. I already uh, tweeted him back. I already hit him back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, um, yeah. no. No. <laughs> no. I don't think anybody had a gun to his back wow. while he was holding his phone. You know, no. Yeah. 
Okay, Brian. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, Brian. Um, yeah, it's just, you know, I guess what you realize is friendship means a different thing to a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, and even people even people who I've had, like, uh, um, fleeting friendships with, like whether we were really good friends for a year or two or, you know, associates kind of in the way for, you know, six months. I, I just wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't think to then, like, be like a scumbag publicly <laughs> about them. Again, if we're dealing with just petty stuff, if they, like, you know, did something to my sister or, you know, some real shit, then, yeah, I want people to know, hey, he's an abuser or he's a... You know, kid touch it or whatever, of course. But if it's just petty, like, normal human interaction, that's just, yeah, why uh, why try to taint the entire public? So, and then you come across, again, to half the people, you got to know, as as a bitch ass. Yeah, and uh, if, if anything, I'm sorry, go ahead, Cam. No, you got it, Brian, it's all you. Okay, and, and and if there's any defense for Corey Graves, you know, maybe for him it's cathartic to finally get that off his chest. And some people like doing things publicly. I just could not see myself doing it that way, given all those same situations. Yeah, and and that's and Brian, that's what I also want to say too. Like, I definitely understand we didn't all come up the same. And so, like, I, it's not it's not wrong to think that what he did was was in bounds. Like, I I don't think it's wrong. But what I think is that that if if you can do something like that, I do question how much you value friendship. Uh, just yeah. because, like, it's it's such an indictment on somebody who didn't do anything to you directly. Like, somebody was telling me earlier, so my family member who burned my house down, I can't air them out in public? I'm like, no. Not only can you air them out in public, you can you air them out to the police as well. Like that's this is different. why are you pretending not you to get context? Like what the fuck, people? Please hey, air them out. Like I, I want to know the people who are burning houses down. I feel, I feel like that's something I should know. That's like actual public safety. It's feeling like not community like, nah, bulletin. <laughs> you don't talk to me because of who I work for. Like nah, like that's that's corny. It's corny on both of y'all's parts, probably. But you're 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 extending the corniness. Like just. Boy, like, it's just, there are really, like, I hate when people in relationships, like, you break up with your girl, and they're like, yo, be the better person, and, like, you see her out here, you know, she out here with her new man all on social media looking happy, but you're not 20 years old anymore, like, you're a grown man with a family, dog, like, I just, oh, you can't wear them tight suits and cross your fingers like that when you're thinking, and then carry yourself like a cornball, like, it don't match up. That's that's probably yeah. my issue. It doesn't match yeah. up. Like the the person you portray and the person we saw, if if one of those are real great, like if you if you're nothing wrong with being an emotional person. Like I have emotional outbursts too, but like not like that. I don't. I couldn't imagine airing somebody out who didn't cause physical harm or financial loss strongly to me. And I, not even financial loss. I've been broke before. Like I don't know. I'm not gonna get worked up. Man. The whole thing is crazy. So um, we'll get we'll get off the emotional coast cast now. There's another new one, a new one. Emotional <laughs> coast cast. You better chill out on me, dog. No, I, I, no, but when you were talking, Cam, I was. I mean, we were saying all this stuff earlier. Again, I was just thinking about me and Jay, and you know, uh, going through that whole thing. So um, to turn it back to wrestling, 
And um, both of these topics are going to be about the New Day. And, Cam, I was going to ask you to do a poll question about this, but you had nine, so you didn't need to do, a, you didn't need to do another one or 11. I feel I like you're on my head right now, Brian. I feel like you're on my head a little bit, man. No. So um, first thing about I heard some I heard some complaints yesterday about, or last night I should say, about how did the New Day get pancakes inside of the Money in the Bank briefcase and how they know Miss going to open it up. And, you know, uh, I'll take a little creative license with you. You can stretch, you can stretch it pretty far. I'll take some creative license. I told a friend of mine, I said, maybe those pancakes have been in there for weeks, for all we know. You never know how long they've been in there. They might not be fresh pancakes. Um, wow. But, well. <laughs> so, but my question for you two, and I'm going to uh, hang on and listen, and I hope you both have a real good night. And, and uh, Trav, of course, I'll send an email to the exclusive portion of the East Coast cast. Um, here's my question. It's a two-part question. And, Cam, I want to, again, I was going to vote this out as a uh, poll question, but who do you think, for New Day, who do you think will be the member that's in the Money in the Bank and who do you think should be? So, like, who who would you pick, you know, given that you had the book, or who do you think yeah. WWE is actually So, uh, who should be and who would be? And I'll hang on and listen, guys. Thanks a lot for having me on early, Trav. And, Cam, have a real good night, and I'll talk to you and Rich later. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Brian. Uh, Brian from Phoenix, everybody. Um, hmm. Who would you have? Who, who's your pick out of the three? Travis, is Kevin Owens a power wrestler? Um, I, yes, not exclusively. Is Samoa Joe a power wrestler? I think it's the same answer. But even less, because he's, he's even more, like, on the ground and... But I guess what's whatever. I'll just say yes, yes, but not exclusively. It should be Kofi Kingston. I think it's going to be Big E, but mm. even with with both of those answers that I'm saying, I don't have a problem with with either. Like I don't, I'm past the thought of Kofi Kingston ever being WWE champ, and that's not a knock yeah. on him. He's had a great long career. I'm sure he's made a lot of money, and his body's not falling apart. And he made his the most money doing the least amount of work. And I salute yeah. that man for that. Like that's great, you know. Um, I think that Big E is still young enough; it still has the right size and the right look to be a bankable single star. And so, um, I, I think and he doesn't have what Kofi has, which is tape of him not being that. A yeah, lot of yeah. tape of him not being there. Yeah, so um, I think it will be Kofi Kingston because they don't have they don't have that guy in this match. Like Finn Balor's that guy who is athletic and can do cool stuff. But as much as I love Finn Balor, Finn Balor isn't run fast, no. jump high athletic. You know what I mean? Like he's hard hitting. He's a great look. Um, he's credible in the ring, but he's not. Shelton Benjamin, you know, Kofi Kingston yeah. is that, and he adds that to the match. And this match, although it has a lot of good acts, it has Bobby Roode, it has The Miz, um, you know, guys who are not necessarily built for ladder matches, you know. Yeah. Um, Samoa Joe's not. Kevin's, Kevin Owens isn't, as much as I like them. So they need somebody in there to create. Yeah, 10 years ago, sure. Um, Joe and Owens might be in a different, just because of, what they did on the on the Indies and TNA, how they wrestled. You'd be like, oh hell yeah, I'd love to see Joe and Steen in a in a, in a ladder match. But these days, what what they do at their you know ten eight ten years later, 
they shouldn't be, you know, those, you know, ladder match uh, style type guys either. So I'm not, not yep. certainly not complaining. Yeah, so I, I think it'll be, um, I think it will be Kobe <clears throat> Kingston. I would like for it to be Big E just to see him get the money in the bank and have that shot. Um, but yeah. Now play it out even further. Um, say it's 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 uh, it's Kofi, or if it's Big E and they win, is uh, how do you how do you see that going in the next you know two to twelve months? I think that's a straight up challenge though. Like I don't think there's ever a surprise. I think mean, they announce when it's going to be, where it's going to be, and, and they build to that. Like I'm like SummerSlam. AJ, it's me and you. And they spend the next, you know, month and a half building up the credibility of that guy, why he deserves a title shot, why this is a big deal, um, and, and they go from there. But if it's Kofi, they have – because you have Big E, you, you, you know no matter, like, what. Like, Big E can be – in six months, in a year, in two years, three years, he can be like you can put him in in, in a main event spot and do and give him a gimmick, whatever. Um, but Kofi, this would be the perfect time where you could actually take take that time and actually build him. Not you ain't got to put the put the title on him. But again, just like what I was talking about with Birch and 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 and, uh, and Orkin or or Orland Orkin, like. Do build people up, not with the intention of that they're not going to win. Like nobody says they have to win. Everybody that gets built up, they don't always have to. It doesn't have to pay off. You can do a big fancy vignette or 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 uh, video package for a guy that's or woman, and then and then they lose. Like that's fine. So um, yeah, Kofi getting it, and then spending the next six weeks on TV. Again, building up Kofi, you give him like big wins and leading up to AJ, and then he loses in super respectable, you know, competitive fashion, and then you've got yourself a friggin' upper tier, uh, you know, got another singles, singles guy, or at least okay. whatever. Okay. I'm just, yeah. And I think that's like as far as if you're equipped to tell a good story, Kofi Kingston being that guy for all those years with the big spots but never the big moment. I, I think that's a great story to tell. You have New Day hyping him up. Um, you know, you look at that table for three, how they treated him like, not like an elder statesman, but like the big brother who did all this cool stuff that they saw for years. Like, that's a right. great story to tell. It's a great feel-good story, a great face-versus-face matchup. Um, like, there, there's a lot to that. Um, you know, I... I don't think – the cool thing about the SmackDown side is I don't think anybody needs money in the bank. You know what I mean? Like, there's a story with Miz and Brian that's waiting out there to be told. Samoa Joe and Nakamura have a, have, a his, have a history. Samoa Joe, AJ Styles have a history. Like, there's always something for him to do. Um, so you can do the same thing with New Day, just find a new MacGuffin, yeah. find a new – you know, not the briefcase, but, but just but something. I don't know. Whatever. The, the U.S. title is begging Rusev to come get it eventually. Like, there there are things for everybody to do, but I think that there is a cool story to tell with the New Day, um, specifically Kofi, hopefully Big E. Like, that's that that's, that's bankable, that, that you can make money off of. That can be important. 
uh, head back to the uh, what's your? Uh... I'm actually going to switch over as you do this. Okay. So let's go ahead and uh, bring Kylan on. Uh, up in Newark, Kylan, what's, wow. uh, what's going on, man? Oh, I'd actually bring you on. How are you and Cam doing this week? Doing well. Uh, we're uh, yeah, doing all right. As as am I, guys. As am I. Good to hear. What's on your mind? Oh, uh, my my first question for this week is in regards to Jeff Hardy. Since I was particularly surprised by this, uh, um, does Jeff Hardy's win over Shinsuke Nakamura, albeit by disqualification after a low blow show that WWE management stands behind Jeff and are still willing to are still willing to push him as a very high top act despite his history of Seemingly career uh, career threatening infractions over the past eight years. Uh, I think they're just yeah. Go ahead, got Cam. Yeah, I think I think you know I don't think Jeff Hardy's going to be WWE champion, but what I do think is like. Like, privilege exists, and I'm not talking about – I'm not talking about white male privilege when I say privilege exists. What I'm talking Straight about Straight white is, male Christian privilege. you got to say the whole yeah, thing. Sometimes the nature of what it is that you do, like, coupled with the extent of the crimes you commit, don't always play against you. Like, Jeff Hardy pleaded guilty to uh, a DWI, right? So he doesn't have a license for 120 days. Like, that's the extent of what's happening to him. So, and, but, and I think that's say, like... Four months of license. Yeah, like, that's... Be, I, 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 I say that to say, like, if the justice system isn't punishing him to this crazy extent, then, you know, this publicly traded company is not going to do that. Like, it's, like Kyle, admittedly, it is, like, like 28 <laughs> you know, for Jeff Hardy, but he's not. When he beat that drug case and didn't go to prison for that, Jeff Hardy was pretty much Teflon. Like I, you know, that was that was that. Like he had drugs all in the house, and you never heard. Like he was never like. You know, so. Yeah. Yeah. I, I yeah, no, still just, have to ask the question. 
I mean, it, it's a privilege of being a star. And now they can use, you know, they can, you know, get the filter and the sad, you know, the sad and the melancholy music when they're talking about, you know, Jeff's made some bad decisions in his life. And, you know, for their damn DVD or their, you know, 24 special. Uh, you know, so that's, that certainly plays a part in a part of it. Like, oh, we can do something with this. But he's like he's a screw up, but not to the any type of extent that I guess crimes just don't outweigh the potential benefits of a Jeff Hardy because he's a, okay. Like, remember, Travis, I tweeted like a couple of months ago how Jeff Hardy's greatest ability is to still look like Jeff Hardy. Like it's a miracle with the things that Jeff Hardy's done to his body in the ring and out that he still looks like Jeff Hardy, and he's always going to have yeah. that Jeff Hardy charisma. And he's going to give you trouble, but he's not, like, coming at management's neck about treating him right. Like, it's just it's a different type of negativity that he brings, but it's something that a machine like WWE can work And at least and feel like they can. It's all been, for the most part, personal with, with Jeff. He's never, yep. unless you consider... Like getting busted for, uh, you know, bust, you know, get, having hot piss, um, whatever happened, in, you know, during the CM Punk feud when Punk was like, "I told y'all," um, uh, like that. Like uh, unless you consider that costing the company money, he's never he's cost TNA money. He's not he's no showed shows with them, and but he's never done shit like that with WWE. Everything was on his time. His house blew up, his dog died, his meth got burnt up, or whatever the fuck happened. His car got smashed into a pole. You know, granted, he could have killed somebody's baby on some fucking road, driving fucked up. Um, but again, all the content, all the bad stuff happened to Jeff Hardy for the most part. He interrupted He interrupted their booking schedule once back in 2009, and they're just, that's, you know, again, he's... At a certain stature, where he's like, "Well, he's made up for that in Vincent." And and there was that one time his exotic monkey or whatever pet he had in what? his house got Oh no! Bullshit! He didn't have a snake. He was fucking high. That's like the biggest fucking bullshit excuse. Like Jeff Hardy, the guy that jumps off a fucking you know. Mountains with a dirt bike and has snakes in his house is like oh one got loose and he was scared he couldn't leave he was just in that room for for hours and missed his flight no he was seeing snakes and bugs crawling on his skin maybe because I'm fucking from a bender or some shit wow but that that story was always bullshit Kyle well I I was I was adding to your point that things always happen to him. No, 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 no. But my, that would have been the time when he actually cost TNA because he didn't show up because he was, you know, fucked up in some, uh, you know, whatever, in his trailer or whatever the fuck, somewhere. Seeing snakes. So he told him it was a snake. That's a flimsy, that's a bitch-ass excuse. <laughs> it was a snake loose in my, in my, in my room. Like, 
okay, the room's big. Like, what the fuck? Was it a closet? Like, was he blocking? Was he just wrapped around the door handle, the doorknob? Like, you just... Wow. <laughs> couldn't you go around that motherfucker? <laughs> yeah, snake. Anyway, uh, what else you got? Okay. And my second question concerns WWE's future event strategy and countering other promotions. With New Japan continuing to further expand into the United States after the appointment of its new President Harold May and apparently Triple A and ROH running shows at Madison Square Garden in AAA's case in September and Ring of Honor possibly running Madison Square Garden next year. How do how do you suppose WWE will counter these events or should they even focus on them? How you counter them? By by letting them happen. Like, there's a reason WWE is thanking, thanking the heavens that the Brooklyn Center or, or the uh, Barclays Center Barclays. in Brooklyn opened up. And <laughs> they can just pay normal stadium rent, arena rent, like they do everywhere else, and not get gouged yep. for five, eight, ten times the normal cost, you know, that it costs in Brooklyn or in East Rutherford, wherever the hell else they run in the, you know, or at the, in, the, in Philly or. Hartford and all these northeastern metropolitan places, like all right, you New York, but fuck that. Even they, until the Barclays Center was built, didn't run in New York for years. In New York City, in Manhattan, at the, at the Garden, because it cost too goddamn much. So sure, go ahead. You wanna <laughs> you wanna on your budget uh, rent out that place? Have at it. I'd be I'd be encouraged. And then what? They're gonna call. They're gonna put seventeen thousand people, eighteen thousand people, uh, whatever it is for wrestling sellout, uh, in, in in that place to to offset. Come on, this is the most ridiculous idea. It's it's absurd, and I doubt it happens. Really quick, um, as kind of a tangent on that, does it make you feel a way at all, Trav? Um, that. It turns out All In was being backed by Sinclair uh, the whole time. Yes. It just takes the, like, afterwards, it just takes the, uh, the like, oh, there was a parachute. There was a net underneath. This wasn't all, you know, y'all weren't All In. Like, it's a bit, that's bullshit. Like, your yeah. whole gimmick is 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 a fraud. You guys weren't even all in. Now, and now again, I'm not. Whatever, get get your money from wherever you know. But I'm saying the marketing, everything was like, yeah, we're taking this in our hands, and you know, our financing, and blah blah blah. We're going to make this a success. Except we, that was all nonsense. That was just all marketing yeah. scheme. I don't so, like I mean, tickets are sold now. I don't, I don't think. It, yeah. 
it hurts. But yeah, I don't I don't like giving out like compliments that I have to rescind. So that kind of sucks. But you know, get your money. Like Right. It's cool. Right, no, well, those tickets sold. You can't take those, you know, in a half hour or whatever it was. That can never be taken from them. Yeah. But no, it's no. just like, oh, y'all were willing to yeah. take that risk, you know. Like, it paid off, and it sucks that it got out, but, you know, that and it might engender a little bad will from, you know, a segment of people. I doubt many. Because, um, again, they put on a kick-ass show, and people will be fine. They'll have to deal with other issues, like do they want to support a company backed by Sinclair and that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But I agree with you, like, um, as far as what Kylan was referencing, like, you know, I I don't think, yeah, you just just let it rock. (laughs) You do your thing. I don't think that WWE is going to be in the business of, like, getting back at anybody. Like, it's okay. That's what it is. That would like, that would that, Kim Jong Un the shit out of them and legitimize them in the eyes of mainstream fans or you know in the eyes of certain fans. Like, wait, WWE is countering that? Like, what is going on? I'm like, no, just let it let it happen. Exactly. Okay. So, all right, cool. Appreciate the call as always, Kylan. Um, you got time for one more, uh, Cam? Yeah, you got it. All right, let's uh, let's um, I think didn't you talk to Mike last week? Trying to get some get some folks you ain't talked to in a little bit. I think this is uh, three three seven Chicago. So is that Dwight? Wow. Who we got from three three seven? What's three three seven? Who's this? Where are you from? That's Brad from Louisiana. Brad from Louisiana. What's happening, Brad? How y'all doing, my man? Oh, nothing much. Oh, no, no problem, no problem. Uh, it's been a while since I've chatted with Cam every time I, I come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so I'm trying to, you know, get the, the people, you know, that don't, that don't here, show man. up in hour two. Um, you want to you wanna, uh, wanna tell this man, you want, you know, he he be he be, uh, he be coming at y'all, uh, y'all chicken strips, talking about Zaxby's is better. I'll be trying to tell him. What? What? Oh no, Cam! You 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 hurt my heart. That's why I got you know, three coleslaws that that. That's why I got them three you know, coleslaws that time a couple weeks ago because they heard about it. I I can't believe you would say something like that public. I just had a really rough week. I lost my fight, and and you would you. I just at my Doesn't lowest point. I just James can't believe. B? James me for for having a nerve to like a superior uh, uh, fried chicken strip, uh, uh, you know, joint. <laughs> joint, yeah. Wow. Oh man, hilarious. Well, uh, the only uh, uh, the thing that uh, at least my restaurant in particular has over that Zaxby's is this atmosphere. Their atmosphere can't be mine. So Zaxby's Zaxby's okay, has like a nerve to, to have like. The, 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 their catchphrase is like, oh, by far the best chicken strips ever. And it's like, wow. <laughs> man. Wow. Wow. man. <laughs> I mean, it's I got to get confidence, but, you know, take it down a notch, Zax. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, in my so anyway, what's all you buy, Brad? Y'all actually caught uh, almost everything I wanted to mention to y'all anyways. I wanted to mention uh, – Get y'all comments on the punk fight and uh, 
and that beginning segment of Raw was the the other thing. I wish I would miss us uh, hearing one of y'all on Monday or Tuesday. That should be like the how did the uh, what did Raw open with? with? Yeah, well, I don't, you know. Oh, that! Oh my God, that was so contrived and so unnatural. Like you, the promo part. Like you're, you're used to how WWE, you know, multiple person segments go as far as like cues, and it's super like, you know, junior high play kind of shit. so unnatural. That's not how people talk. So you're used to that. But then to add the mm-hmm. the visual of everybody properly, not one, not one of those characters, because it would have looked, it would have fucked up the shot, and they wouldn't, it wouldn't have looked good from that aspect. But not one of them was had the attitude of fuck this. I'm going to lean on my ladder. Or I'm going to lean up against the ropes, or I'm going to whatever do something that not ten other people in the ring are just. Nicely doing to get this cool visual for the show. Like, the wrestlers shouldn't care that much about it. Just, it that that got me in a bad mood from to, to start the show. I mean, the show was fine. You know, I didn't have a t- big problem with it. But that certainly didn't, didn't, didn't start well. I was just like, what is this? Braun Strowman cooperating. Kevin Owens just being, a, you know, a, a, a good student. Yeah, it's, uh, it, in general, I always find those uh, those segments weird. The thing that kind of stood out was when everybody was actually speaking was uh, Kevin Owens is a lot, which is not news to me, but he's a lot more fluid when delivering his lines. His lines, yeah. even though they are, they yeah, don't. Yeah, he takes lines stop, and makes don't, it, you know, like a you know, conversation. Yeah, like someone would it, say. exactly. Uh, and, uh, but I, I didn't like the mix of having the girls and the guys out there because when then Kevin Owens goes, yeah, let's talk about something that matters. <laughs> just <laughs> rain over the the girls' parade. Yeah, yeah, just like, yeah, yeah, nobody's listening. Uh, But again, he's a but, yeah. jerk, so not, and if anybody yeah, would so, say yeah, that with the person like right there next to him, but yeah, Kevin Owens would. But but again, like Braun Strowman and the the the, the Alexa scream to get everybody's attention, and then Braun Strowman growling to get everybody. It's just it's just Blue's Clues for Cameron's childish for dumb idiot men <laughs> in a way, and you kind of feel yeah. like. What do they think of me that they would, <laughs> you know, make this segment? Like, so, yeah. And, so, yeah, and uh, also the three uh, matches on SmackDown. Uh, I thought those three first-time matches on SmackDown, I thought those uh, it was kind of odd that they get did three of them on the same night and basically gave you uh, cases of uh, good, solid matches uh, for the future. Ryan and Shelton, uh, yeah. Hardy and Nakamura, and uh, oh shoot, I can't remember um, the third one, but yeah, like I'll, I think I think those were perfect TV matches. I, I don't know if if Brian and Shelton are ever going to feud and and face off at any kind of pay per view or anything ever. So that's absolutely, true. I think the kind of match that that SmackDown's like built for. 
and 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 is the reason you know and if and if and if Brian had a match a list like who do I want to wrestle in the next year I'm sure Shelton Benjamin was on there and they had a good match yeah. Yeah. You know. Well, yeah, the only downside to it was it, it it just it wasn't long enough, at least for me, because yeah, I was no, really that, that, enjoying the match, and then it ended. Short amount of time. Yeah, yeah. that 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 was that, that was one of the things I was like, man, I hate to say it, but I kind of wish we had this match on the wrong where they had a smidge more time. But I, I would much rather take that short match and not get a bunch of extra nonsense instead. Yeah. But yeah, I, I enjoy SmackDown more than Raw uh, this this week again. So uh, okay. I, I'm not certain what what the deal is <laughs> <laughs> with the with the shows. They they just the creative on Raw is so uh, bland. Yeah, I'd rather a Raw of bland Raw than like. A nonsensical or one like I'd rather it be just kind of like run of the mill, not really exciting, because it can be bad in other ways, and that's the best way to be bad if you're just boring and nothing really, you know, too, you know. Well, hey, we got a really cool obstacle course. Don't forget that, Brad. Oh, that was actually, actually I enjoyed that actually. Well, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm being facetious and I'm kind of being serious. Like it was. I was like Sammy sold it like damn it's like, like Bobby's gonna be able to get under that thing and then he did like it wasn't nothing and you know he showed a little personality doing the pull ups like I thought of all the things that even though it was a bullshit segment that was the best thing that they've done feuding these two like hey Bobby got to show something Sammy got to you know get in a you know a little you know dig before before he gets that ass kicking at the pay per view. Okay, that wasn't too I, I, bad. It's just the, the context of what led up to it is, you know, the, the fresh in your Then he swings, a, swings away on the rope was hilarious. That was yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, he's he's tremendous, and that's why he can lose to Bobby Lashley probably in dominating, you know, fashion and 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 be just fine. And be obnoxious next, next week and still be cool. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think he, I think he, yep. <laughs> I think that uh, with that match in particular, for those who like haven't seen Bobby in a while, we finally get to see him in a one-on-one match. And uh, they're going. I think people are going to be yeah. impressed with how how like how much better he's gotten over over the years. Because I've seen a few of the matches he had in TNN. I I really was impressed with how far he had came. Yeah, and you know what? I uh, couldn't keep my eyes off that hat. Never came off his head. Even during the uh, during the, the beat down at the end, like, damn, they really uh, about not apparently with this eyebrow nah, he, thing that I didn't even wasn't even nah, a thing till last week. Y'all put me on. Yeah. He had a do rag <laughs> line when that hat came off. I'm sure. <laughs> so, oh yeah, oh, yeah, man, ridiculous deep groove on his forehead. Like that shit is just mm-hmm. yeah, super on there. So, all right. That's all I got for y'all, man. Right, Brad, Brad, take care, it, man. Y'all be. Thanks, man. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's get Mike on here. Mike, what's happening? What's going on, my brothers? Just been listening, enjoying the talk, conversations, and all that. Good, good. 
um, to delve into what y'all was talking about. Like they both bitches on my and in, in my part. CM Punk and Corey Graves. Wait, what punk do to be a bitch? Like to me, he a bitch for shitting on coat like that. Like, oh, yeah. So well. that's the thing. That's the thing that was definitely left out. So I didn't understand. Yeah, he a sucker for that. that. Like he a sucker that for that. He put Colt out too. Like as far as it being boys, like that's that's a trash move. Like that's apparently forever. Apparent. I don't like, know the full backstory of like how the timeline and how everything played out and who said what at what time and all that kind of intricacies of. But listening to 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 Brad and Bryant on uh, or Britt and Bryant on Katie Vicka Live a live show, they can't stand Colt. I don't know if it's just so they are letting their personal dislike for the guy cloud like what's happening, but th- yeah, they, they make it very clear that they're not fans of of of, uh, of Cabana, so if, if, if they're being genuine, you know, and they're not just being, you know, just li- not just being douchebags because they don't like the guy, they're being genuine, I have to assume, well, there's probably something to, uh, just like we said, we came to the thing with Corey, like, well, he kind of like proved his point, I can't be friends with you in this situation. And if Colt's just a, a, a hanger-on, kind of like the, like those guys describe him as all kinds of Yeah, he all kinds of shit. So, again, I don't really know how far they're going. But I think there might be something, too. I are homies like that. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that was, his, that was his closest guy in the industry. That was his dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, and for him to flip out because he went, he was backstage at a show when he thought it would have been detrimental to the trial and all that bullshit. Come on, like, it's just isolation. Like, I feel him, like, and I heard, you know, I heard, I listened to the whole interview that he did on Boston Open with LaGrecia and Barbara. And Barbara got right to the point. Like, all y'all friends. And he said, he's friends. He said, Cole, man, stop bullshitting me. Like, Stop cutting corners. And Colt told him, like, our relationship was like yours and Taz. And he was like, oh, probably was like, you know, just like, so, <laughs> so it's fucked up. Man. Yeah, no, it's crazy. Man, man. Like, I, yeah, so he definitely, like, yeah, and that's, and that's one thing I wanted to get across. Like, nothing I was saying was, like, in favor of CM Punk. It was in favor of how I think friendships are designed and built and maintained. And, you know, like, and not. And not only to that, man, like, the social media shit, like, with Corey Graves, he's a sucker. And stop sucking so much corporate dick, like, up there at that, at, at, in Titan Tower. Because, like, I don't see how, from, I think he just, is that just a trade-off? Because he has to know that that's how he comes off. He embraces it. He used to have on his Twitter, like, the, 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 the something of propaganda. Like I understand, I'm here to get their story across. Not reality necessarily, but their version of events or whatever. Right. Um, it's like, so I'm wondering if he, he. I think he 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 knows to you know how he's, you know at least to a good part of the fan base how he comes across like just a corporate kind of. Uh, you know, corporate kind of bitch ass. Yeah, they brainwashed him, man. He was like. Two, three years ago, Homeboy was the most cutting-edge 
You know what I mean? Like right, and then maybe you realize my checks will be bigger and way more consistent if I play the game. It happens all the time, Mike. Absolutely. Not, we can I'm not, not like it and we can call it out, but we have to acknowledge I'm not that saying. it's not. That's, what, uh, that's exactly what I'm doing, Chad. Okay. Mm-hmm. I ain't telling boy don't go get your money, but at the same yeah. time, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, at man, the same time, you get called out. <laughs> for the yeah, exactly. like, people just have to rock with you because we understand what you're doing. You're still corny. Like, yeah, you should, yeah, you're a whack dude for that. Like, be a real person. Like, stand on, you know what I mean? Stand on your beliefs. I'm out here chasing a couple bags, Trav, but that ain't going to change, you know what I mean? Like, as high as I elevate and get up, like, that's still not going to change the person that, you know what I'm saying? Like, I got strong beliefs and stand, you know, values and things that was taught to me. My experiences from being fucking incarcerated in prison, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, it's, it's certain shit, like, as a man, like, I can't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't fathom. Like, for me, the gist of what I'm saying is get your money, all that good shit is fly. But, like, you could have kept that to yourself, playboy. Like, if, if, if that's Absolute, how you felt, that why you ain't going to visit that it man? It really is the bottom line. You could still have all those feelings. You could, they could be ten times worse, but you could have really just... Uh, uh, kept that or handled that in-house or however or, or kept it right. to yourself or whatever. Mm. That really is. There was no there was no need to share that with the world. The world! And exactly you're in a platform where literally some kid in Liechtenstein is possibly reading that tweet and on his Facebook channel you know, talking, you know, Dash Corey Graven, you know, and you know, mm. so... Yeah. He was taking a shot. Gonna, he was trying like, to be practical when he took a shot. If you're not going to pull up on CM Punk, like, nobody else should. And now right. if somebody pulls up on him, like, you created that. And so if CM Punk comes and bust you in the mouth, CM Punk's not wrong because you put right. him in a bad spot that you didn't Right, which leads like, like leave me to believe. Oh, it's trash. Go, 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 try. Go, Cam, I mean, excuse me. No, you got it. You got it. I'm listening. Yeah. Which leads me to believe that somebody high up in WWE told Booker T to back up off him. Because I believe Book was going to whoop his ass. And they probably just told him back up. Like, it wouldn't benefit you. Because yeah, old boy, like, he just come on to... Huh? I don't think Corey Graves knows he's a line stepper. Like, I think he knows that people think what he did was wrong. But I don't think he knows. I don't think he's aware that things have real world implications. Stuff like this. Because yeah. Booker T will I mean, really I... get with you. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, Booker T will really get with you. And, like, exactly. I don't just think he thinks, he thinks he's Teflon. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's but a proven commodity. Booker to slap the couple um, heads off. Yeah. I got to go. I will catch up with y'all. Mike, always good talking to you. Trey, have a good rest Absolutely. of the show. Everybody else, um, I can't wait to hear the uh, interesting things you have to say. Save a date. Can for me next Saturday. Sound good? Uh, 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 uh. No, that was it. Yeah, no, he either he either he either heard you and and was like, oh, 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 I want to answer that, or he just didn't hear you, and I'm just starting trouble. Yeah, we're gonna schedule a date because I want to tell my story of how this shit all started with me and my passion <laughs> and my love for this thing, this thing, this thing of ours we call pro wrestling. But um, to talk to you, um, Trav, like, what the fuck are they? It's like. We just sat and prophesized on this shit. It's like, what are they doing with this fucking show on Monday nights? 
This is the I third. couldn't tell you, Mike. Again, I, ra- I would rather a show like this past Monday where it just was, I mean, you know, just wasn't the most e- eventful, you know, go-home Raw show, you know, rather than the one we saw a few weeks ago that was just, you know, just dreadful with the sisters and, uh, you know, just, just yeah, that was bad matches. Jesus Christ. But my thing is, why are they doing this to Bobby Lashley, Trav? What the Man, fuck is no, this? No, like, no, like, Bobby Lashley specifically? Like, they don't, they, and I'm not, and I don't think, don't, I, I know people seen him in TNA and thought he was good, but I don't have any. I opinion. thought he was okay. I thought he was all right. Like, I'm not two notches above what he was in his last WWE. He was good, but. And some shit he was knocking out the park. Don't get it twisted. But it's like, you know, like Bobby Lashley to me was always Bobby Lashley. Like, I mean, but why are they doing this to him? Why don't they just turn him there, rev him up, and give somebody else? Like, everything isn't, um, you know, I mean, we're looking at it. I mean, that might, be, that might be in their plans or a contingency plan if things don't work out. But. They, They've got other stuff to to do. Exactly. They're like, I'm gonna get to them in the fall. Them. We'll get to that in the fall. We'll let we'll let. And they're not. I don't think they're wrong necessarily to do that. Like you want the babyface stuff to not get over for sure. So when he does turn heel, I don't know. It, there's two schools of thought that you want somebody to be over as a babyface, then turn heel, and it's you know that way it's super effective and they're shocked. But there's also, hey, the Roman Reigns thing. Like, you booed me for four years, now fuck you. Like, that's a story that could be told on a lower right. scale with, with Bobby Lashley. Yeah, that, I mean, that's a fact. Like, that's a fact. I don't see them putting them, you know. Well, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, we'll see. We will definitely see. Like I said, Smack on a SmackDown side, on the blue side. Like, I'm more interested to see what they got going on on the blue side as opposed to, you know, the whole pay-per-view. I mean, I think it's going to be, like, maybe a a notch above average as far as on the pay-per-view side because, and I would hate for somebody to think that that pay-per-view is going to do anything or be anywhere close or be anything identical to Dominion. Two different shows, what, two different train? philosophies. Yeah, two different trains of thought. Oh, wait. I, I don't understand. What are you saying? People aren't... Like the caliber, the caliber of, like, matches they had on Dominion, as far as that. Like, oh, I, I didn't like, hear that part. Of course. Like, I wouldn't want... Like right. Ain't I wouldn't know what I'm saying. I wouldn't want nobody... <laughs> yeah, I yeah, want nobody yeah, you owe them money in the bank looking for... Looking for that type of that quality, that style. Yeah, you're 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 going to be disappointed. Right, because now they're talking about ten stars for this match. A lot of people saying this this <laughs> match was the greatest greatest match they've ever the match? seen in their life. The Omega the two out of three falls were Omega. Yeah, with Omega and uh, Okada. Yeah. Seven hundred and twenty yeah. days as champion. 720-day run as a chance. Mm-hmm. Okada, he had a 720-day run. I, I get you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, that's impressive, yeah, especially in that eight. environment. 
you know, when you're getting challenged, like, you good. know, by yeah, yeah dude is good. Oh, like, I, I, mean, I guess you're a goodest person to talk to about this since uh, it didn't get hasn't gotten brought up yet. What's this about uh, those guys getting offered like like major money by WWE in 2019 or whenever their uh, Japan stuff comes up? Is I that just the news with that. three Z sites or? Or is this any kind of real, anybody legit, uh, reputable reporting it? I don't remember where. I no, I, believe, I I feel like it's a um a three a three Z thing to uh, some okay. extent. But on the other hand, like I said, we know WWE, and I can see them. You know. You know, just on the strength of they know they got this big money coming from these two networks next year, and they see these guys catching fire. They like the most talked about thing inside the industry. You know what I mean? I could see them offering those guys big money going after them. You know, just to, to, to put that all in shit to bed. You know what I mean? Like they got the first one, but let's make sure that a second one doesn't doesn't happen. Like let's let's be when clear of that. Let's yeah, let's make sure this shit doesn't happen. I said then we discussed this last week, Trav, I said it would it wouldn't be it wouldn't be unrealistic in this day and age to see Vince offer those guys one point five a piece, you know what I mean? Just to try I to ruin that down as being absurd. Um Yeah, but I mean with the type but, of money they get, they can do it. The type of money they're about to get, they can do it, and it's like a fucking sneeze. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could see that shit happening. Them offering those guys big money just so they don't do that. You know what I mean? Their pay, their pay scale, their pay model. Exactly. Two, then if you pay those guys all that money, you're going to have to pay the, you know, all the in-house guys that you already have, the, the, the 200, 300, 400 semi-talent. You know what I mean? Well, mainly the main event is the top guys. You're going to have to pay them big money. But, you know, guys like Roman and all of them, they're already making a pop probably. Their downsides already, I believe, is around the 2 million, you know, the 2 million, 2.5 million. Right. Guys like that, Roman, the Romans, and the AJs of the world. Yeah. Because Cena, Cena and Brock, they're on a whole different pace yet. Cena, what, Brock about 5 million? Cena about 3, 4? But like I said, I can see him them offering all those guys big money just to just to the the kill them trying to do a second one. And you know possibly the second one will probably come when Mania weekend. Why not? Yeah. Why the hell not? Why not? Mania weekend, we can get the guarding because the 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 exclusive you know, the exclusive um deal with them in the garden, that shit's been kaput because the garden, you know, costs too much to rent out now. Like, that shit costs way too much. Right. Did you hear us talking about ROH and that bullshit? Um, I mean, I could see them in New Japan and a couple others probably trying to get together and put Brad together to do it, but ROH as a standalone, I don't know. I don't know. In the garden, I don't know. And then, like y'all said, it makes some guys look a little fraudulent now that it come out that Sinclair, you know, was the backers behind it. I'm thinking this was solely, you know, Cody in the box. 
putting their money up. But, but this that ain't is going the to time that it should, like, if it's going to come out, let it come out now. As far as, like, stories go, like, the tickets are sold. You're still months away from the show, so that's not going to be, it's not going to be the story come September. So it'll come, people will get there, like, if there's any rage, like, oh, look at them hypocrites, or I don't know what you would call them. And, again, good businessmen for not fucking being out on a, on a, <laughs> on a ledge by themselves. Do they lose a, some 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 um, control or, or whatever? But what you lose in control or or, or personality or whatever you probably gain in being able to get a certain talent that would have cost you guys just y'all too too much. You know, now you can bring you can fly a top you know <laughs> I mean well they got I mean they got all, every fucking top dude outside WWE on the show. Ray Mysterio, all these guys, they're all on this show. They got all the top guys on this show. Hmm. Is I Omega on that I mean, show? Yup, you got Omega, Okada's on the show, the Bucks, you know, the rest of the Bullet Club, Cody. They got Cody versus hmm. all this. They got uh they got Pentagon and his brother Ray Phoenix. They got uh I believe um what's the name is close to being all in? Austin Aries. They got a couple they had it's gonna be a good fucking show. It's gonna it's gonna be a kick ass show. And as far as Mr. Punk, I don't I don't see why when I don't see why he wouldn't want to be all in. Like, like leave, leave, it's not for you. It's not for you. Like this guy was literally toying with him. Like he knew he could have knocked him out inside of the first round, but he why toyed with him. Oh. He told you with him, and then Joe Rogan. I don't know. Did you hear Joe Rogan's comment? Mm-mm. I didn't see it. He said something to the. And I know Mr. Fan Rich. Shout out to Rich here, backing me up. Darrell, you know, if he watching everybody, he said something to the effect of, like, as if somebody paid Mike Jackson off to let you know Punk go three rounds with him. But on the flip side of that, when Dana did the interview, Dana was like, nah, he was just, that was just him showboating. Like, he knew he had to fight one. He knew he could have knocked him out at any moment. You know what I'm saying? And he didn't. He didn't capitalize on it. He was just, you know, playing with him. And also, he said he thinks this is the end of the line for Punk. He don't think Punk will be back in yeah. UFC. Uh-huh. Shit, did you hear his take? Did you hear his take? Five hundred and three thousand. <clears throat> Punk. That was a buy rate, you're saying? No, that's what he's getting. Oh, half a mil. That's what he's making for this fight. Five hundred and three thousand. And he made something over that the last fight. So you made about a million yeah, million, million five. Right. Getting your ass whooped when you got like I'm 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 in the train of thought of what you're taking a spot from somebody else. I mean, don't get it twisted. Like, cash in off of your name, off of your status, off of your celebrity. If they gonna pay you that much, to just, I, you'll be 
any, I'll be a jackass not to take that. But at the end of the day, you know, it's other fucking fighters that's been out there on that circuit and in that company for years. Like, you know what I mean? And, like, and, remember, and probably, he announced he announced his first fight like two two and a half years out. Right. So UFC, I, I just like UFC is completely like they they were. This was their idea too. You know. Like, right, it goes hand in hand. But I'm saying were, from, he was sitting right uh, next to Punk. Yeah, I'm a join and I'm a fight in 2018 or whatever it was 2016, 2017, whenever his first fight was. This was like right after he retired, you know, left WWE. He was like, what? So Dana and those guys, they were right there behind him the whole time. So the man at Punk, they 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 saw a way to make some money, and people probably bought this fight. I doubt as many as the first time, but. You know, bought it. Yeah, the bottom line is they, they paid to see this guy to see this guy get his fucking face beaten like that. Like I was I just shook my head like this shit is just sad. This shit is just sad. Like this guy got so much ego and fucking you know what I mean, put that aside. Like that seven million ain't gonna la- I mean, he'll be good, but it ain't gonna last you that much longer now with these legal fees and all this shit you gotta pay. All this court drama, court case drama. I'm quite sure that cost him some money. Yeah, but I think he's fine. He won, so. Yeah, Punk is, Punk is well the fuck off, but, I mean, you don't got to turn, you know, come back to WWE, at least do it for the, you know, for the people that want to see you back, which is the fans. Like, you know what I'm saying? But I think he's yeah. done playing. I think he's done. Like, I don't think you make <clears throat> make your life miserable for 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 other people's enjoyment. I think his next MMA fighter being Gleason Gleason's gym somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> and fucking Gleason's somewhere, you know. I yeah, mean, it'll probably be like. You know, somewhere in Wisconsin or Illinois or Iowa or somewhere on a <clears throat> for a promoter he really fucks with and wants to. But it'll be like you get you get an hour to promote me, right? <laughs> yeah. Or none. But if any, he shows up as a special guest, right? But if anybody has a real friend, yeah, a ten minute match. Fucking, he wrestles the best guy that that company has, and it's a DQ or a guy almost beats him or something like put 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 that 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 territory quote unquote over. Anywhere he goes, he will make the territory on fire because he, regardless of what, he's still hot. He's but still he got to go away after that. Like that's it. So once the cameras yeah. show up and the, the the reports start happening and Wade and Powell and the Insider and all those guys start reporting on it. Well, you're not gonna be there next month. So I still be I still see him somewhat doing all in for some for some strange reason. Um, because the MMA shit is over. Like, dude, you're forty years old. It's not even, you know, his persona or his character or if he's an asshole, it's like just me just looking at another human being. Like, if you get in there with another fucking guy like you know what I'm saying? Younger than you with more experience and this, that, and the third. They're going to hurt you, man. 
Like, ain't, ain't nobody going to have pity on you. They're going to be looking for the knockout because they know that George Chandelier, so they're going to be looking for that knockout. So, you know what I mean? If I was him, I, I, I just don't want to see him end up with CTE. You know what I'm saying? Like, just leave the shit alone. Or any man. more than he already got from wrestling. Right. Just leave it alone. Just leave it alone. You made, like, you did something that's impossible. You got guys that's been doing mixed martial arts for 15 years, and they probably get to break 100000 You know what I mean? Payoff. Like, you went in there and stole $1.5 million for getting your ass beat for a total of what? 20 minutes. Four minutes uh, all together? No, yeah. 17 minutes and 30-something seconds. All together. Right. So you came off. You, you, you came off like Jimmy the Greek, God damn it. Like, stuff all the... It's like when that. they do Brock Lesnar uh, uh, match times. Like, <clears throat> like he's gotten $5 million this year, and he's wrestling for 60 minutes in the whole year. <laughs> right? Oh, bitch. And, and, and broke, and broke the right. goddamn it like, record. It was like it was it was somebody had an hour long or sixty five minute long. Maybe it was Brian's thing at the Greatest Royal Rumble, seventy two minutes or whatever the fuck. And then they and it was like a meme, and then it showed Brock's all of twenty seventeen. It was like sixty one minutes. Right. So with that being said, Trad, being that they broke his his title record, do you see them to some like to some extent or some degree like? Just giving uh, just giving Miz the briefcase again, just to say like he's not the only guy that has won, you know, money in the bank twice. Um, do you saying they they would try to put somebody? So who you're saying Miz or somebody so they could erase that? Mike. Yep. Did we lose Mike? Where you at, Mike? All right, we'll put Mike on hold. So I think that's what he was saying. Um, So I guess in this case, who has that chance? Miz. uh, Ziggler's not in the match, so he's a former, former winner. Is Miz the only former winner? So yeah, they'd have to do it. Miz would have to win. To, so they, yeah, so Punk, would, and then I guess win again. So he wouldn't be he'd be three time. You know, nobody's ever done that because they couldn't say Miz is the only two time Money in the Bank winner. They'd have to say he's the only. I don't know how they'd get around that. They might just yeah not want to bring it up, and that's probably the the, the best idea. Just. Like, I don't know. Leave it alone. Uh, D. Lou in the chat room is like, what happened to this chat room? <laughs> Sam, I wish I knew. <laughs> but the same thing uh, <clears throat> happened to the live cast one, too. Like, that thing fell off. So that used to pop a little bit. And this used to have... Uh, you know, a handful of people never was like busy or full, but you know, Jobber would hang out in there. One of the twins, one of the D-Lus would be there. 
couple people. Now, no fucking body show up. Uh, all right, let's uh, do some of these emails. Got a couple non-VIP emails. This was one from last week that I missed. Um, and I'm going to have to save question two because that's for Cam. Uh, so first one, this is from Nathan uh, in Lafayette. He says, uh, what are y'all thoughts on Roseanne's tweet saying that the woman looked like a monkey? Was it an overreaction to cancel her show? Um, yeah, you know, a couple weeks with, um, <clears throat> you know, whenever you sent this, it was probably super fresh. Well, last week it wasn't the newest story either, so... But with, you know, two, three weeks of, of, of the whole thing, probably, I mean, she has the the convenient excuse of, I didn't know she was black, because you look at Valerie Jarrett, and you're like, all right, you know, she's still light-skinned. Like, I look at her and go, yeah, it's a light-skinned black lady. <laughs> you know, like, she look at her in her face, she looks like, and also... It's it's hard to deny like skin tone, haircut when they put that when they put that damn Planet of the Apes lady uh, next to her or Doctor Zayas from the original ones. It's like all right, like like it, like as far as a joke goes, like yeah, I guess that works. But like, sorry, you're not, you're not going to you Roseanne who's said uh, 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 fuck. Um, Who's the one that got it? Was it the one that got on the damn airplane? Bill Clinton got on her airplane on the tarmac that the fucking right just, oh, what were they talking about? You know, which I guess I get why they're, you know, but whatever. Um, what is her name? Her. She had big swinging eight balls. So she's not, you know, she says all kinds of incendiary stuff. And nobody cares about the Muslim part. Like, that's the worst part. Like, it's like all, all, every, all she said this about, you know, black people and AIDS. And that's a real thing. That's like, you know, for sure. You know, uniquely American uh, 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 insult to dehumanize a people. Like, totally. But she also disparaged the whole, you know, like, but nobody gives a fuck about Muslims. And they're the and they're the ones that's okay to talk shit about and demonize the entire fucking people. Um, there's was it Maz? Was I listening to the Bossom Youssef podcast? Uh, he did this thing where they put all these headlines together that were like, uh, you know, um, you know, Muslims this and you know Islam that, and they were just terrible headlines. But they just replaced them with. Like Jew, gay, black, and then like show people on the head on the streets. Like, what do you, you know, what do you, what do you think of this? And they were like outraged. Like, how does they just slander an entire people like that in the newspaper? Like, what the fuck? And people were legit outraged. They would flip it over. Like, oh, actually, here's the real headline. You fucking piece of shit. Would you have been mad? So mad if uh, if you you know. So. Yeah, like, yeah, so Roseanne's not going to get the benefit of the doubt. Not from me, not from nobody with any common sense, <laughs> you know, that knows her history. Uh-uh. 
And it's hard to feel sorry for her or her castmates or the production company or the black lady who fired her because she fucking hired her back in the first place to be feel sorry for any of these people. I guess I feel sorry for the, you know, the key grips and the best boy and the fucking <laughs> gaffers and the people that work on the show uh, that's just taking production and technical work. But any of the damn actors, directors, creative folks, fuck them. They know what they're getting into, or they should have. And I'll skip the cam one, and the other one is, what athlete would be the biggest draw in pro wrestling? Shaq, LeBron, Tom Brady, Zeke? I guess Ezekiel Jackson? Ezekiel something from the Cowboys? Or something Ezekiel? Todd Ezekiel? Gabriel Ezekiel? That guy. The fucking stomach showing. Odell Beckham, Messi, or Serena Williams, or any other athlete I haven't named. Damn, Serena Williams. Fam! She just, you know, doesn't have... I think out of that list, I think Serena Williams. Like, because we've seen... And then you can say, well, we're living in the Rousey one right now. But we've seen in the entire history of, of wrestling, we've seen athlete, male athletes come over all the time. That's nothing new. But I think what makes Ronda Rousey work so well is because um, it's, it would work for, for Serena. Like, oh, we're not used to, we're not used to this. Oh, no, Bianca, no, not you with that ugly, ugly lipstick. I hate pastel lipstick. It's like clown makeup. It's the worst. Ugh, especially on black women. It's Or anybody got a little melanin in you, like, no, 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 don't wear that clown shit. But, Whatever. Um, yeah, I think Serena, if she came in, just just was took it as you know, and was capable. Yeah, I think that would that would do numbers. But again, I can't say Shaq or LeBron wouldn't because they're Shaq and LeBron. Oh, who is she? Oh, that's a lie. That's racist McTweet face. When'd she get so skinny? Jesus Christ. I gotta ask the group. I must have missed something. When did racist McTweet face get so Hmm. Oh, she looked like uh, Who did I think she was When she came out She looked like Terry Hatcher almost A little bit Like ethnic Terry Hatcher What is she doing Yeah Bianca punched that bitch in the face She knocked her scarf off She punched her scarf off her head Nice. Um, 
So anyway, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna stick with that. I'm gonna stick with Serena out of those options you gave me. I don't really have one. I mean, because they all, all those people, maybe not Messi or Messi. I don't think anybody outside of uh, <clears throat> or inside the U.S. would care about care about Messi. Uh, I don't think a ton of people would care about Ezekiel Jackson, does whatever Ezekiel guy either. Uh, Tom Brady, LeBron, and Shaq. <clears throat> yeah, it sucks that the Shaq thing couldn't, didn't, didn't jump off a couple years ago or whenever that was. Cause that's the money. That's yeah. That just it just fits. So anyway, thanks for the uh, for the email, Nathan. I'll get to, to see your other question. I'll ask Cam next week. Uh, Jabron from Vegas chimes in uh, What up fellas I have two questions for y'all this week uh, The other day I was listening To the show where Bully Ram on oh, I assume Bully Ray Bully Ray on it And and he was saying CM Punk can go back to wrestling And was to, And was to go to ROH That's his love for wrestling Oh then his love for wrestling will come back because he would have more freedom than than he does in WWE. He was also saying basically he wants some. He went to MMA because he had no other choice. But the fact that he's going by CM Punk and not his real name, that he still has the love for wrestling. Well, UFC paid for CM Punk. They didn't pay for Phil fucking Brooks. Phil Brooks ain't getting them buy rates probably. They got Bianca doing that press, like deadlift thing, which is super impressive, but it's so phony looking because it's like when you powerbomb somebody and then they lock onto your arm so you can pick them up and powerbomb them again. Like, that's so corny. Like, what are you doing? It looks so terrible. So her thing is no better than that. Yeah, Bianca racking them wins up. Um, Brian continues uh, He went to MMA because he had no other choice Going by CM Punk It shows he has the love still for wrestling And that it would be more important to wrestle Wrestling and wrestling fans If he was to come back and go to work for either ROH or New Japan Um, Who gives a fuck what's important Or what wrestling and wrestling fans (laughs) Like I'm a wrestling fan And fuck wrestling fans Ain't doing nothing for them I mean, sucks, but no. Uh, he continues. He also stated that if he wants to go back to WWE, he wouldn't be. He would be a hypocrite after all the shit he was saying about WWE, and he had the podcast with, on a podcast with Cabana. On top of that, Bully said, "Then why have an autograph signing at all if you're done with wrestling?" To me, I feel like that part of Punk's life could be. Very well behind him, and he's really moved on from wrestling. I just wanted to know y'all thoughts on what Bully thoughts on what Bully said on Punk in general. Uh, yeah, I don't know about an autograph signing. I, this is the first time I'm hearing about any kind of autograph signing, so I'm not really sure. Um, I assume you're talking about Punk had, <clears throat> had an autograph signing. Um, I mean, 
Autograph signings aren't exclusive to pro wrestling. Like, they don't have the... <laughs> I mean, if I go to Comic-Con, there's people doing autographs. Ain't nobody got nothing to do with wrestling. If I go to fucking the Hall of Fame football, uh, you know, Canton, you know, guys are old-timers are selling autographs or just giving out, you know, doing autographs. Doing autographs. People wanted his autograph. He was like, "I'll accommodate and give people my autograph." I think those. I think you could not want to wrestle or have a, uh, you know, whatever your feelings are towards WWE, and still do an autograph session. So, uh, so yeah, I guess those are my thoughts. And the other two are VIP. All right. So, all right, let's, uh, we've got an international or Skype call. Maybe it's Craig. Uh, 1111, who's this? Where are you from? Hey, it's Craig. What's happening, Craig? What's on your mind? Not a whole lot. I got four topics, and one's got to go. Okay. I'll let you decide. I got money in the bank, my new day scenario. Number two, my Money in the Bank AJ Shinsuke scenario. Mm-hmm. Number three, my Father's Day thing. Number four, one's got to go. Ooh. Wait, number four is one's got to go? What? Shouldn't four yeah, be another topic? Yeah, one's got to go. No, no, my number, well, oh, I, it is three. a topic, but it's one's got to go. That's not how one gotta go works. You present four things and you yeah, say yeah. one's gotta I got, go for one. I got day. I got four things, one's gotta go. Money in the day or money in the bank money in the money in money the, in new, the bank day. new day, money in the bank Shinsuke AJ. Um I forget the third one. Number three, Sorry. Father's Day, and number four is the one's gotta thing. go. Yeah. That's not how one's gotta go works, Craig. <laughs> it's, I mean it can Ooh. if you're presenting three things. <laughs> I gave you four things, dude. But one's got to go isn't a fourth thing. Well, I mean, I have a one's got to go as my fourth thing. (laughs) Uh, uh, I'm so confused. Don't talk about the Father's Day thing. thing. I don't... Okay, all right. All right. right. Father's Day's got to go. Okay. It's about my San Diego vacation. But okay. Two topics. No, I'm doing three things. So what's the you eliminated thing? So the third thing was going to be the Father's Day. But Money in the Bank, uh, New Day scenario, okay? That's number okay. one. Um, would you like to see the New Day introduce a new member of the New Day as mm-hmm. their fourth member? <gasps> what? Your money in the bank. Yeah. And I, mean, I would just I wanted the, to be on the face I'd say no because it would make them look, you know, silly, like, wait, what what's that? Why would you do that? And then who would it be? And you know Palpatine. He doesn't fit in the new day. I no, mean, no, no. Like here's my thing. Here, here's what I here's what I thought of. 
and it just randomly, like a couple of weeks ago, I said, yeah. I want Velveteen to come in as their fourth, like, new day and member, and he wins the yeah. friggin' Money in the Bank. And then they come out in Toledo, because I'm, I'm going to be in, uh, they're going to be in Toledo right after Money in the Bank. Oh, that's what this is about. I am selfish son of a bitch. And, 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 they, and Velveteen, like, he's like, oh, sorry, I just used you to get in the money yeah. in the bank. <laughs> Again, that million makes yeah, them like, look like fucking stupid idiots. Like, I don't want to do that. It, it does, idiots. but then it also it also sells, sets up Velveteen versus friggin' Big E. For him to beat and continue them looking like idiots. Well, but Velveteen can also hold on the money and then beat him a bunch. Nah, I, well, I'm just saying. What what would you would you what would you think of, like, would you rather have a a member of the new day win it, or would you rather have or, or they do your thing? New guy. No, well, it doesn't even matter about the Velveteen, but I'm just saying, would oh, you okay. rather have like a member of the like new day new. win it, or would you yeah. rather have them introduce a dude to win it? Well, I certainly wouldn't want them to introduce a new person to do that. So you'd rather have like, like a member but even of if it was New somebody Day that was going to genuinely join New Day and and fit with the gimmick. Number one, I don't think anybody that that gimmick is unique because like you know right. because they're homies and they all came up and blah blah blah. There's a reason they, that 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 dynamic works. You add that, you add somebody else. It it starts to feel like is this a cousin Oliver situation? Is this a, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, the redhead kid from Different Strokes kind of thing? Is this just what they do? Like they're just adding because the thing's on its last legs, and they just, you know, how networks do but it with sitcoms, you, you, at least back in the day. You have to acknowledge that it is on its last legs, right? The New Day thing. I don't have to acknowledge anything. I mean, I'm. Tell would you acknowledge that? Like, oh, yeah, no, 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 for real, for real, I would. I got enough trouble. Yeah, just unless, because unless you, unless if, because if you say, well, they're in the middle, that means they're going another three or four years, which, just no fucking way. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I don't want them to break up New Day. Mm-hmm. I don't want New Day to ever break up. I want them to be friends and just keep doing shit. Kind of like the shield without the breakup, you know, like the shield is now, like they're kind of, you know, friends, but without the chair in the back, you know what I'm saying? I don't want the new day to break up. They're just too special. No, I, I, I'm, I'm with that. And I told you the only way I want them to break up is if they do exactly frame for frame <laughs> that the shield break up. <laughs> like chair to the back. I, I never, I never heard that. You never heard oh, yeah. that? Yeah, chair to that a few months ago. I don't know. <laughs> chair to the back. I want the other guy to react just like Dean Ambrose reacted. Chair to the gut. Chair to the back. And then you know I don't know who takes the place of Triple H and Evolution and and, and the authority and that thing. But as far as the oh. actual breakup, <laughs> that's what I. That was, is yeah. funny. Like, I, yeah. just, like don't uh, say anything. Someone... Just never, never bring it up. Never like go. Never have the announcers go. Hey, this looks familiar. Or nothing. 
So, yeah, that's my opinion. That is brilliant. If you're going to break him up. But I'm with you. Just let him, uh, just let him team yeah, up. Yeah, just let him frequent. Yeah. yeah. And have one thing. He can do whatever, but I just don't want him to break up. Cause they're, uh, my number two, um, Money in the Bank, AJ Shinsuke scenario. They got the uh, Money in the Bank um, contract. I don't know what, you know, what order the matches are going to go in. But if the men's Money in the Bank match goes on before AJ and Shinsuke, they got the last man standing scenario. What if, like, they do their thing like they did last time where they both got counted down and whoever has the Money in the Bank just comes in and cashes in because it's a weird-ass match? Yeah. What are the chances that, like, Miz wins the Money in the Bank and he'll cash in in the middle of that crap? Do you think that they would do that to that AJ Shinsuke? Because they've already screwed up this AJ Shinsuke thing all year. Yeah, I mean, that would be, because I've always said, like, I've I've had two, like, I'm conflicted. Like, I don't think Shinsuke is, I didn't think they'd ever put the WWE title on him. But at this point in the feud and how the feud's gone, I don't see how he can lose. Like, he's got, at this point, he's got to beat AJ. So if he beats AJ yeah, or... If he loses and then the, and then AJ gets cashed in on him, that's the story. You're not thinking about shit since Shinsuke lost what th- three of the five matches or or four of the six matches they had. And I don't even know if that's actually the record. I'm just, uh, just saying. So you don't think they're going to mess with that? Well, no, I'm saying if that, I mean, maybe. It makes sense as far as the, you know, the, the, the no-hose bar or the last man standing gimmick goes. That That's totally, like, it works. Yeah, because I And, again, like, like the, I said, it makes it makes the finish. Because, again, I'm, it, it, it solves my confliction where I don't see them putting the title on, on Shinsuke. But I also don't see Shinsuke losing to AJ again. So if one or if if either one, either AJ retained, like I said, even if he retained, the talk becomes, oh shit, he got cashed in on by the Miz or Joe or whoever. And if Shinsuke wins, I think that's more likely. I don't think be, that would suck if Shinsuke, because he's not a babyface, so you don't get much out of it. If he wins and and then it's just salty because he only is the champion for five minutes, like why do that to him? Why even just to say, oh, he was former WWE champion? So fucking hollow. Do you think there's going to be a, a cash in on Money in the Bank on Sunday? We haven't gotten one of those in you know since Kane cashed in on Ray. Is that was that the only? No, no, Dean. Same night cash Dean. in. Dean. Who Dean cash in on? I forget. Dean cash in on Seth. He won the same night. They were in Vegas. Remember uh, when he came out in the limo? I don't know. That's how Dean won his championship. Go back and watch that. It was great. Because I'm, I'm a big Dean fan. 
I can't wait. So until who he did comes uh, back. Seth defend that Money in the Bank again? Uh, Do you remember? I think he was know, facing uh, Roman. I think see, I think Seth was facing. I think Seth beat Roman, and then okay. Dean went and beat Seth. He cashed in on Seth at the end. Right. This was a I few remember weeks before because, the shakeup because they had another match. They had they gave, did they give Seth a rematch and was like bring that thing back. No, it was, to a, whole, it, was got, a, it was a whole like it was a whole six months before the shakeup because. What? Money in the Bank is in June. The shakeup was in like July. Oh no! It was right before the draft. It was the and uh, yeah. The, the initial. Uh, that's what I meant. Not shakeup. The the initial yep, second yep. draft. Because yep. I remember I was in Minnesota uh, with Bruce and Wade and watching that that those up at those Rawls and Smackdowns. Yeah. And they came to Toledo right. They came to Toledo right after Dean won the championship, and I was flipping out because mm. Dean's my guy. Yeah. I'm mad I don't remember because Dean's supposedly my guy, but it yeah. just goes to show <laughs> these damn money in the bank cash. I mean, you know, I just. Go I back just... and watch that money in the bank, dude, because I, I had to watch that on delay because I worked that night. And so I got on, I played the WWE. Yeah, it got spoiled for me because I, I went on Supercard and somebody was like, Dean won the championship. And I was like, oh, he must have won money in the bank. And I was watching the show and he won the money in the bank. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. But then at the end of the night, he came up and he won. And then he friggin' did the DDT thing on Seth and he won the championship. Okay. I just watched so, it. So, I mean, uh, we, that's, that's two, yeah, only two years ago, so... Um, yeah, but still, maybe, maybe. Uh, again, it has that would only mean a smack that could be. Oh, we never brought that up in the last like week or two because they clearly they started defining you win, you challenge the person on your yeah, brand. They, so yeah, it's like, why do they wait? Why do they wait to? Why do they keep it ambiguous for a few weeks and then announce it? Like that's so weird. I don't even think they should have done that, but I, should, I think they, they should, should keep, keep it amb- ambiguous. No, no, I think they should keep it as wide open as possible. And oh, I, I think, think they should play with Joe. Should be able to challenge, uh, or Miz should be able to challenge Brock Lesnar if they want. Oh yeah. Okay. Hell, yeah, and, and also not 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 even like. Like, don't even say anything. Because what, what happens if, like, you want to get the title off of Brock in in friggin' February, and you know Joe just comes out on a random ass, I don't know, elimination chamber and mm-hmm. cashes in, and then it's Joe with that brief. And I want I want Joe to have that briefcase, but you know, it's like there's so many possibilities. Like, why why are you closing yourself off to the possibilities? No, yeah. All right, I'm going to I, I also get go. wanting things to be clear and wanting things to have defined boundaries and lines too. Well, yeah. But you're also I, I, doing I that like, in the time when there's no no more pay-per-views, single pay-per-views, single brand pay-per-views, so you can make a case that well, everything's uh, already like mushed and yeah, mashed together but you don't like want- 
yeah. you don't want to handcuff yourself though. Like I don't think they I, I don't see doing it as even handcuffing. I just I, I I see the value in keeping it wide open, but I also see the value in keeping it brand specific and keeping lines keeping lines tight because it only it only fuel it's only good for us doing like fantasy stuff or, or speculating. It's not it doesn't and I guess that 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 will transfer to the viewer. That's interesting. Yeah, that's yeah, interesting. Might, yeah, that that just makes you yeah. talk. That makes me and you talk about it and be happy about it and stuff. And fantasy book and stuff and that you know people like that shit. Maybe, I just don't think it's uh, so egregious or egregious at all that whatever their logic is, like I'm fine with it. Like it's not a big deal. Because I wasn't the biggest fan of when Lashley won, or no, when Undertaker won the Rumble and he had three people to choose from, like. Man, just assign them somebody to fucking they can do that corny ass lineup where it's like, oh yeah, maybe he's gonna pick Bobby Lashley in the ECW championship. Like, yeah, fucking right. So wait, did you did you like what they did last time with the with the uh, with the Royal Rumble with the like when the men cho- and Shinsuke chose AJ and then the women yeah, had their thing? I mean, and- that was fine. I, I, you know, he chose right then and there. You know, they didn't have a contrived yeah, but, lineup. But, but Oscar didn't. Oscar didn't no, choose right then and there, No, 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 no. He, I'm just saying he did did it then and there. Oscar waited until, almost until it was, she had no choice. She waited. And I get yeah. what they were doing. It was about, again, keeping boundaries and keeping lines crossed. It wasn't until the night, the night after that whatever March pay-per-view and the only pay per view left was was uh, was was WrestleMania, and they said Asa's challenge, and she made her announcement. But then they still had her showing up on Raw, which which I think somebody talked me as out of it being a terrible idea because well, if she lost to Charlotte, which she did. She could uh, she could still go go to Raw, but she didn't. She stayed on SmackDown. I don't know. I'm, maybe I'm I'm missing a step in in, in remembering. I'm sure I am, but <clears throat> no, it's, you're you're pretty right. And again, this is why I, they they the keep fine lines and boundaries because it gets contrived, it gets like mashed up, and like who and like Vince certainly doesn't remember. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. He brags about right. it. No, I don't remember. Nobody remembers. Like, no, that's not how it works, Vince. Sorry. I'm surprised they haven't introduced that step on uh, on Camp WWE. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like the, the, the Vince doesn't remember shit. <laughs> you kidding? <laughs> Don't they just have a Vince has a little dick like running gag or something? Like fuck no, you ain't gonna have that shit. Oh, and actually the, the oh, positive shit is that's way, more, three, yeah. way worse. <laughs> Um, I'm going to get well, out of here. I'm like, one got to go. I don't want to take up too much time. Um, okay. One got to go condiments. Yeah, oh, okay. Condiments. See, now I'm not, I'm not confused. Your one got to go is an actual one got to go. I was so confused. Yeah, if I would have introduced the one got to go, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. My, 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 yeah. 
so condiments. Little must, mustard, ketchup, mm-hmm. pizza sauce, or barbecue sauce. You can never have when one is pizza ever sauce? again. Pizza sauce is not a condiment. Yes, it is. Dude, it's I'm not. eating pizza sauce tonight. It is. It's, you dip your garlic bread in it. Yeah, just like soy sauce is a fucking condiment for a burger. Get the fuck out of here. Soy sauce, so- I mean, <laughs> marinara sauce is a, it's sauce. <laughs> Not a condiment. If that's the case, like, I wouldn't even consider ranch a condiment. Like, no, it's dressing. People just happen to dip their fucking wings in it. Well, uh, well I mean, if you really want to get into it, I mean, they, 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 they put, put ranch in the in condiment aisle. aisle. Really? I was. I had so they put it in the salad. I, I stuck it up. Which I, happens to be it, it, they're all in. They they're they're in the right same across aisle. each other, dude. I work at a grocery store. <laughs> right, right, right. No, I just came from the HEB, <laughs> and I got some. I got peanut butter. I didn't get any condiments, but all in the same aisle. Peanut butter across from bread, down the down the aisle from condiments and dressings. But yeah, now they hot sauces and shit are are have, are in their own. Like I know, like when I can't find sriracha, I'm like, where the fuck is oh, the sriracha? Okay. It's in the next aisle right, over next right, to the hot on. sauce. All right, hold on then. All right, all right, we'll do this on the fly then. You got mustard, ketchup, barbecue sauce, or hot sauce? One's gotta go. Mm. <sighs> now it's dinner. Yeah, I'm gonna say, damn, mustard, ketchup, barbecue sauce. Hot sauce. So you just made a order on yourself. Can't you, be hot you sauce. Just it. Right, I could have just been like marinara. Get the fuck out of here. But no, but it, it, <laughs> my, my, my my ethics won't let that won't let that go because I got to be technical with everything. Um, <laughs> so it's going to be between ketchup and mustard, and I think because ketchup is way more versatile, mustard's got to go. Like some people. Like, well, what do you put on hot dogs? Like, well, ketchup. And they can't. They don't. They go, what? Only You can only put relish and mustard. Like, fam, it's my food. I could put fucking marinara sauce on it if I wanted to be a fucking scumbag. We, we could go for another half hour about hot dog etiquette, but I won't do that to you because I know Darrell's on the line. He's going to like. No, I'll tell gonna, you what. Chicago has the worst hot dogs because hot dogs shouldn't have. Avocado, You're slices, damn right. tomatoes, fucking seeded. You're buns, damn right. So, and my friend, my friend from Chicago agreed. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. That was nice talking Greg. to you, Trav. Thanks. Absolutely. Yeah, sorry, mustard. You gotta get the. Oh, have y'all seen the? Uh... I know Darrell had to see it. He hang out in them same corners of Instagram. But it's a video, it's a rap battle, but it's like the condiments. So it's held in the refrigerator. And like, uh, you know, uh, coffee cream or something is hosting it. And so it's a battle. With two. So ketchup is going against uh, mustard. And um, and they basically have a rap off, you know, like busting on each other. Condiment. Rap battle. Yep, you two know the deal. Damn, it's just two minutes. I've only seen it on the on the gram, so I get them like a minute at a time. 
I done got on this new cat, this dude named TC. Um, dang, I can't say it. Uh, little underscore last name portion of it. Was, uh, he be making the videos about black mamas be doing this. And he be always asking about his son, Darius. <laughs> Wait, you follow Tattoo Man? Darius. Yeah, I follow him too. <laughs> what? He was, yo, he was brushing his, his bald head and his girl was like, he was like, yeah, about to get them waves popping. She was like, Darnell, why are you brushing your scalp? <laughs> she be killing him. Yeah. Around, boy, no, yeah. IG is for, for, <laughs> it's a place for uh, the fine humor and all type of stuff. Uh, Listen, um, I was telling her. I, uh, I had to block um, Enzo Amore. I had to um, mute himself because um, he kept tying up my. IG timeline. So. And? Yeah, because he put about a thousand different stuff out there. Yeah, man. And I kept, like, God, me, I want to see somebody else. I don't want to see blank picture. I wish they go picture. back to the old way. And just, and just have straight uh, oh, yeah. descent and, you know, in order. And not, like, by popularity or whoever the fuck. Like, if I missed your shit, I don't want, you, I don't want to see your pictures from 20 hours ago. If I want to see them, I'll go to your page. Oh, six days ago? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Even worse. Like, I'm missing my friends that just posted some shit an hour ago because I'm looking at some shit because you, quote, unquote, famous from six fucking days ago. Yeah, I'm trying to find TC. I'm trying to find TC so he can t- tell me what Darius done did today because <laughs> he acting like Darius' mom. Talking about Darius, no snuck a girl in the house, and talking about <laughs> Darius, how she get in the house? <laughs> and she say through the window. It's just, he look, she, he look at Darius and say, Darius, you don't let a burglar in the house. <laughs> <laughs> talking about, I, smell, I know I smell fishing. Girl, how, which way do you wipe? Front to front, the back, back to front. Oh she said back to front. <laughs> she said, she said, oh my, Damn. oh my savior. Oh my savior! The girl got doodoo in the cuckoo. <laughs> this oh, one boy. dude on Facebook trying to be like the guy that like he make the videos like who the fuck put blueberries in mac and cheese like what the fuck is white people doing putting raisins and potato salad and all kinds of shit. He got dope funny ass videos. And now it's this other dude like <clears throat> doing one and it's this jerk chicken video going around, and they put, and it's funny, because they just put bana- sliced bananas. <laughs> like, hold up, we don't know what plantains look like, man. Like, that's a banana. Like, you, just, you can't put banana slices next to this fake-ass jerk chicken. But the, but he corny. I mean, you know, you know motherfuckers that just try to, or try, like, oh, I'm going to be the next that guy. And, like, instead of being yeah. the first. Whoever they are, they're never rarely. It's kind of hard to blow up the on second Facebook. guy to do a thing, the the good one. Like, like you can't yeah. be like, oh, I'm gonna I be the next the... King Batch. Like, nah, let King Batch be King Batch, and you be, you know, fucking, you know, James or whoever the fuck. See, yeah, see, King Batch took over on uh, Vine. That's that what got him hot. Yeah, okay. the only person so I know who got really hot on. I was I was just talk, I think I was talking to Jason yesterday about it, but I remember I feel like I was in a car, so we didn't drive anywhere yesterday. But it was very recent. 
And I was like, yeah, they they did Vine dirty as shit. Like, Vine became, not exclusively, because a ton of people made their name, you know, on Vine. Lily, Lily Pond, whatever her name is, uh, um, fucking douchebag that did the Japanese suicide thing, that asshole. Who I used to follow and enjoyed his videos back in the day. Apparently, he turned into a fucking. Oh, you talking about the guy. white guy? The white guy? Um, who yeah, the man Paul Logan on YouTube? Yeah, Paul Logan. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but he. Uh, uh, he bought a fucking million dollar house <laughs> off of YouTube fucking uh, money. You know what um, he's making off of YouTube? <laughs> he's making he's making bread. He won they top. That's what I'm saying. No, that's one point. He brought him a million in. dollar house off of YouTube money. That's, yes, that's what I was implying. Very much so. <laughs> but shoot, um, that ain't nothing for him though. The million dollars because he's making over a mill off of YouTube. Right. That's a chump change. <laughs> so, but so. but Vine became for a lot of people like it. it I mean, it's who you follow, but. Man, Vine was the premier place for, like, black comedy for, like, three years. Right? Like, all these people came up that yeah, are popular now. Most of them, at least, you know, the older ones, got, like, King Batch and, and Juhan Jones and a lot of them. I think Rito started on Vine. A lot of them started on Vine doing shit for six seconds and having to hone their shit over there. And then they shut that shit down. Like, nah, it's, it's getting too lit. Vine getting too popping. Yeah. Yeah, but then they came to Instagram and it was the fifteen. Yeah, seconds. it got better because you got more they time. Then when they did the minute filters, then when you did the minute, oh my god, that started blowing people up. <laughs> they get that minute, get that minute. They be they be killing it now. You got all the people. You got the redos, the the um, Cornells, the just the whole and all those guys hang out with each other. So. All the ones that you see in the pictures with each other, they all hang out with each other. So Yeah, I figured that out when that, uh, you know, all deaf. Like like King Batch and and and, and um what's her name? Oh, not Heather, fuck. But she was just a real funny, dark haired chick. And now she's sexy as fuck. Like she's crazy, like with you know, living in LA for a couple years to do to do to a person. But I would see them making videos they together, like, money. oh shit, they all just like in a in a in a in a crew, like you know, yeah. And they all be staying with each other and stuff, so you know they be. I guess you know if you stand out there in L.A., price is high anyway. Yeah, you know, then y'all uh, collab together, bringing people. Yeah. So, but the only person that I really know that really them blew up off of uh, Facebook like that is Country Wayne. Mr. Well, um, he don't trust. Yeah, but I'm just saying, Ryan, like, what about Ryan Davis? I know him from Facebook. Oh yeah, Ryan Davis too. But now I see Trey him Crowder. on all different. I mean, he's videos, less comedy you know? and more like political comedy. But Trey Crowder, he's funny and he's got a oh, yeah, huge following. Yeah, and and he ain't been on one of these big other type of platforms, so I put him with Country Wayne too. Because those two guys. Well, Trey Crowder was on real on. time with Bill Maher like two, three months ago, um, and I didn't oh, think so he I got it real time of a showcase. Yeah, no, I get it. But but you know, I mean, that's HBO. That's 
<laughs> as a platform. Yeah. See, that's what I was saying about Country Wayne. See, he ain't been collabed with nobody big or nothing like that. But, you know, selling out shows every night, not cussing, to be exact. And he making it funny just off of – I think he started off by doing the Freestyle Friday where he was just uh, freestyling, saying some of the dumbest shit I ever heard in my life. <laughs> Talking about collard green neck bone juice. Get out my face. But, you know, but <laughs> these people, though, hey, I enjoy it. That's, that's the next, that's the corner of the woods that I'll be on, one corner that I'll be in the hood at. <laughs> so, yeah, can't be telling people that, man. And everybody going to want to come uh, down. I remember when that. I went to Baltimore, uh, we had, like, this function at my job when I was selling insurance, and they were like, hey, we're just going to have a day in Baltimore. And, you know, we just took a bus to Baltimore, you know, an hour and a half away. Um, so we're all doing tourist shit and, you know, hanging out by the damn harbor and crab cakes and just bullshit. And I was like, yo, which way to the hood? And somebody was like, that way. And we just started walking and we bought some beer (laughs) and we just, we walked into the damn, uh, which stadium was that? I think it was the Raven stadium, just goofing off and somehow got into there had a damn their concessions, their soda machine was still like set up, so we're like just fucking off. We're twenty five, so we weren't even like teenagers just goofing off. But um, yeah, like same thing on with the Bosnia. Like, all right, where's like you know you know where the where's, where's the urban area? <laughs> Let's go there. That's what I did when I went to Jamaica. <laughs> I want to go to the real right, like, um, damn rock resort with all this glossy bullshit. I went down the there. They thought I was from. I, I was from there. Did you have your locks <laughs> and the whole deal? Yep. Uh huh. Like, hey, roster man. I said, oh no. Hey man, can you get those people you with? Can you? Can you sell them some weed? Because it seemed like everybody down there was selling weed, trying to sell weed to the um, <laughs> to the um, people who were coming the over, the tourists. But wait, like, it's Man, a scam. I like, am you know, a where is it? I don't know if it's Jamaica, but it's somewhere where they'll uh, sell you they'll sell you weed, and then you drive down the thing, and then the cops pull you over, and you basically out of They'll be like, hey, if you want to go, you know, you can just throw me a couple bucks. So you end up paying for the weed twice. Or who knows, maybe getting out of yeah. it is more but than weed. They were running up know. to the tour bus. They were running up to the tour bus. They were hanging out in the tour areas where the tour bus be dropping the people off at and stuff right there. Hey, got this weed. And I was like, man, I'm, I'm part of the, I'm a tourist. <laughs> I ain't showing these people around. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the island yeah, like that. You should have spent your fam. You should have spent your first day learning like the paths and all the like uh, little tourist bullshit, and then yeah, just spent the next just scamming the shit out of people and making some money while he's on vacation and shit. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, no, come on, I'm your tourist. I mean, I'm your tour guide. See, uh, I I went on a cruise there. And see, we was there for like a day and a half, so I wouldn't have been able to learn it that okay, quick. Yeah. 
But hey, I had the time in. of my life though. <laughs> yeah, I had the time of my life. If I could have snuck out and got to the club down there in Jamaica, but they wanted everybody to come back to the boat at night. So that night. So I, oh, yeah, I was like, okay. Boy, that's what I wanted to see. But you know, down there, being in Florida and being because I went to school in Florida, and you know all the different ethnic people that you see. I don't been to a couple of um, dance halls. And he, I'm talking about where they had the dance hall in the old abandoned. Uh, uh, see, I was in Daytona, so it was aircraft lot because they had a school called Ember Riddle that taught people how to fly planes. I think that's what the, um, the people who flew um, got the planes and flew them in 9-11, learned how to fly them down there in oh, Ember Riddle. Yeah. So they have the um, empty lots where the plane, where you store the planes at. And uh, uh, those island people will rent those out. So mean dance hall parties. And if you ain't never been to a real dance hall party where the women, the the, the more clothes you got on, you can tell you're not from here <laughs> because they didn't hardly wear no clothes. And then when you came up in the place, you smelled the ganja, the weed. <laughs> and then somebody just passing you a blunt. Here you go, man. Smoke up. And... <laughs> Non-stop island music. Then when they play the American music, it's like quick back to back, like three minutes, and you'd have heard about fifty songs in three minutes. Then they go back to the island music. So, I experienced that. That's who I hung around with: the Haitians, the Rastas, the Bahamians. <laughs> So Everything was, I know about uh, <clears throat> that culture in Florida, I learned from uh, from Grand Theft Vice City. So, you know, I'll be in Little Haiti, <laughs> Little Havana and shit, getting it in. Oh, <laughs> uh, shoot, they don't got no sidewalks in Miami. <laughs> they don't got no sidewalks in Miami. If, if they a no person tells you they walk on the sidewalk. Stupid. I mean, they got them, but... Yep, like, the only place like, that got I'm... sidewalks is South Beach. So the people tell you they walking on the sidewalk. They only w- went on South Beach that's not even in the city of Miami. So mm. the city area is Little Haiti, all Little Havana, all those little places over there. That's the city where there ain't no sidewalks. And if you got a um, license tag, a plate that is out of state... You better not stop at the stoplight. You better keep driving. Because they, they might do? jump out and get you. They might jump out and hijack you. Just because you from out of state? What the fuck? Yeah, they be robbing <laughs> you. They be robbing you down there. <laughs> <laughs> they will rob you. I'm fucking around the corner. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Oh, man, those bring back the years, though, traveling down the roads, going to Miami and stuff like that. But, yeah. But I know people don't want to hear that. To the wrestling talk we go, um, I was hearing y'all talk earlier. I, I found it quite funny 
when y'all were bringing up All In and who was the secret backer of All In that's now out. <laughs> I found that quite funny because I, I remember the conversation that we were having and I was trying to say, I don't think they can, if they put the money up, no, it, it's no way possible that they can make uh, um, profit if they had to pay all those people up front and all of that stuff off of their own money. No way. But I guess now we see who really get in the funds and who really get in the money. I see that to be crazy. But still, I guess it's a good thing. Yep. Yeah, real quick, have you seen the video of the 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 lady, the black lady who chased down the kid on the, or that was on his bike in a Confederate flag jacket who called her a nigger, I guess like earlier today or the day before or something. So she's like, here go this fucking, she starts chasing him. I'm like, you little white supremacist piece of shit, get back here. And he's like riding on his bike and then like he, get, he can't because he like cuts through somebody's like grass and then, you know, it's like a fence or something. So he's like trying to hide his face from the, from the camera and she's just shaming him like, whose kid are you? Whose child are you? He's like, yeah, you were. He's like, I'm sorry, I was in a bad mood that day. He's like, yeah. He's like, I'm hanging with the wrong people. And then she pointed at his shirt, his jacket, with fucking stars and bars all over it. <clears throat> like, you still hanging. It look like you still hanging with the wrong people. Yeah, I seen that video. It was on a little. You know how on Facebook they give you those type of videos, common videos uh-huh. like that. I seen that because yeah. I watched a video where I do. Well, a little young kid had tried to rock, steal the little black dude pants. Another little black kid. They was at the um, basketball course. Yeah. You know, when you go to the basketball course outside, some people, they, you know, they had a um, shorts on up underneath their pants. And oh, yeah. Okay, okay. So he's going to Oh, yeah. Yo, fam. Somebody, st- yo, I had this brand new, um, what was the brand? It wasn't TKNY. I didn't wear that shit. But it was like some kind of brand. And the shirt, and I went to my man's crib down South Philly, and I'm playing pooping and shit. And I'm like, oh, I decided to want to play in, you know, I don't think I was wearing a T-shirt, so I was just shirtless and shit. And then I go over, like, whatever, half hour, hour later after we played, and my fucking shirt's gone. Like, these motherfuckers stole a shirt that I got on sale in Massachusetts, like, the week before, <laughs> when I was in Springfield with my aunt. Like, God damn, what was the brand? It was something. Calvin Klein, man, I don't know. Something pissed me off. He yeah. stole my shirt. Yep. Oh, and yeah. the little kid tried to steal the dude's pants. He caught him, and he whooped his ass. He pulled the belt off, and he beat it and recorded it. Oh, and damn. Said, hey, man, I'm tr- I'm trying to teach you something. Where your mama and them at? And he didn't want to say what his mama and them was at first. So he said, well, when you go back to your mama and them, tell them where I stay at, <laughs> and I whooped your ass because – if I don't whoop your ass, you'll end up in jail somewhere, and you need for somebody to whoop your ass. <laughs> and once he started putting the belt to the boy, that's when he wanted to stop acting hard and act like he a kid again. But nah, you just tried to steal that man's pants with his money. <laughs> right. You got to get that ass whooping. And that, and that video was on that line with that stuff too, plus a couple of other different stuff. But, you know. That's my neck of the woods. 
Yeah, I seen All it. All right, what we got wrestling wise, so we can get out of here. Okay. Um, you said who you who you thought was gonna win um the WWE title. I guess you thinking Nakamura, but you think they might just keep it with AJ. <clears throat> No, I'm thinking if it's no money in the bank shenanigans, I think I think Nakamura has to win the title. But if they're going to do like yeah. Miz wins and, and cashes in tonight or, or or same night, then they can uh, then they could do a uh, they can have AJ win, retain, and then get and then have Miz cash in on him. Because I don't think it's worth having the Shinsuke. That definitely wouldn't be like Shinsuke win, and then two minutes later it gets cashed in on. That that would suck. But AJ retaining and yeah. then getting cashed in on, that's the only way I could see AJ retain because he's going to lose it a minute later. But Shinsuke's got to win. If there's no, no bullshit involved, no shenanigans, Shinsuke's got to win. So that's my rationale. I, I hope so, but I don't see too many title changes happening happening uh, on this show, and I don't see them um, taking the title off of Carmella, uh, something like that. Or I don't see Nia Jax losing the title, and we don't have a universal title uh, match. So, oh damn, know. we never even talked about I hope. Uh, Carmella. That's where I was just about to go with you, because um, you know me. Yeah, I, I hope they take win. the title But again, they've been Carmella. doing this shit with Carmella. Like, so it it would it better be a bullshit finish. Like, she better not pin Carmella uh, Oscar clean like she pinned Charlotte. What? But who's gonna come out there? <laughs> is it is it gonna be uh, the uh, um uh, oh the two Aussies? I don't. They really haven't. What do you mean? Oh, what do you mean? I mean, no, no, no. Carmella can be resourceful in a heelish way. She could be blatant. She don't have to. You know, she could do the whatever is equivalent to a ball shot. You know, weapon. You know, something. She don't have to. So what? Have outside interference. You see this match going fifteen twenty, fifteen twenty minutes. What? Uh, Carmella and anybody? Fuck no. Are you kidding? Because <laughs> <laughs> have a bullshit that's ending that laughable. quick. <laughs> I, think that, I think that damaged Oscar. <laughs> if you have a bullshit ending that quick for a person who took, who Charlotte oh, had to go all out on as in to defeat. Carmella gets herself DQ'd or does something, walks away. I don't know. There's ways for a hero. Oh, okay, now. Nah, okay, I get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. Get that. Just not I like get she that. pins her. Yeah. She just... Gets out of there with the title by any hook or crook or some shit. I thought they was building something. That's what made it hard to understand at the end of um, Tuesday. The only thing that was bad about Tuesday was why then why did they have those four ladies surround Oscar and look at her like, oh, we coming for you because we know you finna win the title. And, and they looking up at the money in the bank briefcase. I didn't understand I mean, that. Yeah, that was just so they could have a, you know, silly little visual at the end. But <clears throat> So I didn't think of it as that. Like, oh, they think Oscar's going to win. But now that I, now that I, uh, now that you say it, like, oh, maybe that is how they were 
looking at her. And that doesn't that's not a good sign. You know, like when they did that with the Rock yeah. and and Jericho, they had everybody you got more like coming up the Rock telling him, "Hey, I can't wait to you face got more you." I'm that room. you can have. What? Which way? Um, if you if you're gonna take the title, if she and have challengers lined up for Oscar, no, for Oscar, because I don't see too many other challengers that you can put up uh, with Carmella, and that you can really justify having a match. Because you see, even in a five-on-five match, they only can keep her in there for a few minutes because you <laughs> to sell her believability, you can't keep her in the ring but a minute. Can't keep her in the ring but so long. And then I'm hoping that we get, since they're building up a rivalry between um, Becky and Charlotte, I hope Charlotte turns on Becky in the Money in the Bank briefcase match and do something dastardly to win it. Yeah, I was going to say, it's not really it's not a, a place to turn on somebody. Well, you can have them, I'm just saying, you can have them feud over the, because since they in competition yeah. with each other, and she do something dastardly to her. Right, I mean, if she did something gripe, just super, like, like, nasty and mean, then sure. But, to, but outside of that, it's hard to, turn on somebody in a multi-person ladder match, anything goes kind of thing. Friends are not. Like, hey, you going to catch this chair to the back. Sorry. We're still cool, but... Yeah, but you want to have... But usually, uh, how they've been doing lately, you have, them, you have a few that take the people away from the, um, ti- uh, from the title, the people who they've been usually have winning the money in the bank. Um, Baron Corbin, when he won... He had to feud with Shinsuke and all these other people that took his eyes off the title. Um, Carmella, when she won, before she started focusing in on the title, um, at first when they was building her, when they when she had um, um, the chinless wonder with her, you know what I'm saying? They took her away, focus off the title. So I was just saying that's the perfect way you can take her focus off the title if Charlotte will win and Becky can be like, okay, you you got one. Oh, and, you know, Charlotte come out there like she did with the promo earlier that day and say that's the only thing she hasn't won and, and come out there spouting her achievements. Then Becky come out there, well, you might have won it, but you didn't win it respectably. You know, why you do me that way? And can heat up the rivalry and you can see them going at it all the way till SummerSlam. You know, just another yeah, thing to have. Yeah, you want to turn instead of just Charlotte in that light. This, I mean, unless you're playing yeah, I, it. I mean, I'm I'm going by everything is to help is to to position Charlotte versus Ronda Rousey next year. And if Ronda don't win the title right now, the only way you can have that is Charlotte with the briefcase. And and she cash in, I don't know, the Oscar or somebody like that at a SummerSlam or something, and uh, or Rumble, and then Ronda Rousey wins the Rumble. Because anybody else winning it, and then you give Charlotte the match, it has to be somebody on Raw since they already said they had Michael Cole on Monday night said about five times. If you whoever um get the case can only cash in on their champion. 
on their brand's champion. Yeah. So that makes it, you know, it's it's confusing right now, but I feel like that's the best way because you really don't know who could win it because I can see Sasha winning it and turning here. It's just a lot of people you can see and it can send them to the place they're supposed to be. Like Sasha should be here. Charlotte should be here. But again, I would go back to the thing about turning turning heel in a multi-person ladder match. Uh, how, how does Sasha turn heel in that match? Bailey's not in it to like snatch her ponytail off or it's anything. Not, you know, it's not like in the match, the match starts the heel turn. Not oh, oh okay, oh yeah, 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 in yeah. the match, it's it it starts. Oh, like, well, she can okay, certainly set the set it up. She can do something to somebody in that in that match where it's like. Ooh, that's you know, but but she has a convenient convenient excuse of anything goes. I'm here to win. Every man for himself. Every woman for themselves. So, but then but if you like bragging a little bit attitude more. change more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Week after week, like you start noticing like, yo, Sasha's being a fucking real bitch to everybody, or blowing uh, Bailey off, or not one, whatever, whatever to yeah. Totally. Being a prick to Amber Moon, who um, cut her promo directed towards Sasha on Monday, on the on top of the ladder spot that they don't use two years in a row, which is so lame and whack. Or uh, two out of three years, because they had yeah. men doing that a couple of years ago on Raw. So, but you know, she shot her promo at Sasha, so that's a way, you know. Um, hit hit um Sasha in the back. Sasha can hit her in the back with a chair, make her drop down. I guess people still think that's a despicable thing to do in a match that don't have no rules and you can use whatever right. you want. Right. But right, ain't no rules, you know. bitch. Chair to the back. Sorry, I was eating the Milky Way. And you and like so. you said about Becky earlier, Becky and how she makes everybody believe like. Okay, this is going to be her opportunity to get it. It's her time. And, it's her match. She's and she's climbing up, and she's the only one there. Then <laughs> um, Charlotte come and lift the ladder and dump her over and just kill her chance or do something crazy to kill, to steal it but away from But that ain't crazy, Becky. though. That's somebody trying to get that briefcase. I'm going to stop him so I can get it. That's just well within, but you know, you know. <laughs> People, how they see stuff, and once they invest yeah, in the person. Yeah, they're supposed to be friends. Like, sorry, man. Yeah, <laughs> the all opposite of the um, Bailey logic when she was coming in talking about, I don't want to hurt nobody. <laughs> but, you know, when people invested in somebody, they feel like, okay, we can go out here and fight, but let's do it fair and square. We don't got this. As um, long as the match going on, but you know I ain't gonna do nothing to. If I notice that you're gonna win and I can't win, I ain't gonna do something despicable to trip you up from winning because I respect you as a rival. Not I don't give a damn about you, and I'm a um six nine you or something like that. Yeah. So <laughs> that's what I um, was hoping and um. I think one other match, 
I don't know if the Raw Tag Team title match is going to be on the show with the B Team. I think the Bludgeons and the, 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 the Good Brothers are on the pre-show. Yeah, I know they on the pre-show, but I didn't see anything about. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know where the, the main, the, or the Raw ones, if they're on the main card or 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 not. Oh, right, it's it's Matt and them versus the B team. For real, for real, put both of them title match tag title matches on the pre-show. You gotta. Could but that be. B team see, stuff has been my getting, getting TV time, so so they're probably going to. That's probably going to be on the main the main show. And see, this is my problem with the, the together pay-per-view because now it's hard to introduce people that you're trying to get out. Like, look, they had to postpone seeing Almar's first match this um, this Tuesday. Then you can't put it on the pre-show or you can't put it on the pay-per-view. Right, because you can't so, have them be a big deal by putting his debut match on the damn kickoff show. Yeah, so, wait, you know what I'm saying, wait, now you got to wait another week. Right, this was whatever he a few to, weeks ago. Nah, it's supposed to be a bigger match than that debut match that was against, you know, just a local jobber. Yeah. But it's supposed to be a step up in class against Sincara. But, you know, a lot of people get left out. I feel like the SmackDown tag team title, I feel like no title should be on the pre-show. If you got a title, you should be on the main card. No other place would do that or put it on the uh, pre-show, uh, pre-fight, uh, something, uh, a title match, no matter how small the title is. You know what I'm saying? That's that's yep. one thing about this joint show, that you have all this stuff conjoined up. And then we're talking about feuds and rivalries that could be built out of some of these matches, these money in the bank matches. We got to think, a couple of these feuds going to be cut off the show. And not going to be continued to be built. Like, how many times can Drew McIntyre them or, or Drew come out there and cut a promo about saving the division and get left off the pay-per-view? Because if you ain't feuding against somebody top name or, or for a title, okay. See, I'm, you're not okay. going to be on but the I'm show. Less, and I, there was something earlier in the show that was similar. I'm less inclined like likely I'm less uh, inclined to be upset at that because things need to be like that's fine if if I have to wait like I don't need it like right now right now right now like eh, Drew needs to they need to build but do you want to wait six build, eight months stuff. it ain't been it ain't gonna be eight months they, they haven't even been on TV they've been on TV he's been back for like a month two months yeah, He's but I'm doing just saying, this stuff as, you know, for, we know patience. I'm just saying, we can't be, we can't, we can't praise, like, NXT on one hand, and then when WWE on the main roster, even if it's, even if they bungle their way into, you know, doing it the, the quote-unquote, the NXT way, and then turn around and be like, why haven't they done it? Why didn't they, they have him, then why didn't they push him? Like, well, let me... Like, the only thing I'm concerned about as far as timing and patience is sanity and, and and AOP. Like, where are those teams? Like, clearly they wanted those teams, especially AOP. They debuted, they wrestled, they everything. Um, and so you, know, they, you they can't be in a field with them. Ellering behind. But, it's, but that's more like 
But that's that's clearly a thing of something's going on with the individuals or the creative, not they're just pacing themselves. They're just letting this guy look. The, I look at Elias and I think about what I thought of Elias. I don't like Elias, but I go, I see what Vince saw. Like I see he saw. Look, a year from now, this is going to be over. Like, you just got to stick with it. Like I, I don't think Elias is the best gimmick. I don't think he's the best worker. I don't think he has the best look. Me and Jason were getting into this last night. Like I'm sick of every. Like I'm so glad Baron Corbin cut his hair. Like he doesn't look like Rhino. He doesn't look like Elias. He doesn't look like Seth Rollins. Like Seth Rollins having that blonde streak was the best thing he, that he. Could, the worst thing he could have lost about his physical look, about what he looks like visually. Because now he just got wet Roman Reigns, just wet black, pull, slick back hair, long hair, garbage. Now Baron Corbin, number one, it fits his constable gimmick, and that shit was trash, and that shit was all thin on the top. So he had more than he had so many reasons to cut that shit. But I think Rhino and Seth Rollins and Elias, yeah, do something too. But yeah, anyway. Yeah, but all those people, but you know, I, you said the uh, NXT way. But once NXT start pushing you, and you going up the car, and you no longer fight, facing jobbers, Man, now you done made. We talked about Lars Sullivan own, wasn't um, on NXT TV for for weeks. Now he's in a title match. Oh yeah, but they it, had already built. Just, he was already I'm not, built. I'm, he, he was already yeah. built. Um, no, I'm saying they pushed him. They pushed him. They was on takeover show for a few weeks. It might have been personal reasons. I don't know why he was wasn't at the tapings, but whatever. They got other and stuff they can work on. Tapings, I don't know. I don't want to get bogged down in, in that part. But I'm just saying, just like as far as like Drew Drew McIntyre goes, like no, just have him on. Just have him doing stuff on TV. Winning, protecting them, and then when something opens up, that's a lot of the time what they're waiting for, something to open up. And, and you know, because they have things mapped out, they have spots assigned, and they, he literally just needs to wait till something opens up. And it will. He's too good. That I mean, in a year from now, we're still going to be but talking we about Drew McIntyre in a positive way, like a main event. Like a main event act, we're not going to be like, oh, Drew McIntyre got lost in the lost in the sauce, huh? Look at him, Look, yeah, no, no. I, I think Drew McIntyre is going to be fine. I'm not worried about Drew McIntyre. Yeah, that, that probably was a bad example because we know Drew, but I was just saying from the casual fan who don't be in in in, in NXT and don't um, watch indie yeah. shows and stuff like that because it's more them out there. Than, than it is us, no, totally. and the more you get a them to follow you, the higher you become up the car. And I get it, but I just don't think Drew. And again, you, you you did say it wasn't the best example, but I don't think Drew just winning matches every week or every other week for three or four or five months is hurting him in any way. People are getting to know him. Oh yeah. People are getting oh, yeah. to moves. Getting to know his move sets and anticipate and do you know? I mean, it's just how it goes. Like, not gonna be on TV and then immediately like in the top shit. And you have to wait a while again until something opens up, or you just on there enough and then they they feel okay. The crowd has a good grasp of him, 
now let's let's kick it into second gear. That a lot of that is that too. But it hurts. It hurts new talents like AOP. These are the people that I'm I'm talking but about. I think there's a real reason they're not on TV. Like a either a personal reason or I don't know. Yeah, they're not on TV. Dash and Dawson ain't on TV. Dash and Dawson ain't on TV. Um, it's just it's a lot of people and and what Dash and Dawson them ain't been on TV in months. I know you don't like the fake. No, 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 no. no. They they were they they I I saw them very very recently. Like in the last two weeks, they were they probably jobbed to somebody. But matter of fact, no, they beat somebody. Yeah, they was in that. They was in that. Um, they they was in that tag. That battle royal. Yeah, that doesn't count. Whatever. Yeah. Were, yeah, but. see what I'm saying? So AOP wasn't even on there, and I don't think AOP been That's on That's when I kept expecting. I was like, oh, AOP's going to come in at the end of this and uh, destroy everybody and win or, or something, but nope. I, like for weeks, every every week for like three weeks when they were doing that tag division stuff, I was like, oh, here's where AOP's going to come back. Oh, here's where AOP's going to come back. Oh, here's the spot where AOP, and it just never happened, so I just stopped. I just stopped, uh, you know. Worrying about it. Yeah. And see, that's why, I, and I'm thinking that as a casual, uh, what a casual fan would think. Like, okay, who? once you get ready after not having them on TV or not even worthy enough to end the feud on a, on the bottom of a card of a of a pay-per-view or something like that, that even people start looking at them like, okay, who are these guys? Why should we be behind them or be believable? All of a sudden, they just pop up out of nowhere. And, you know, how people in today's society and their mindset is, and they so short-term with everything, and what have you done for me lately, it's hard. It makes it even extremely harder to build these people up. And we also have to take into consideration WWE as a whole. They have a hard time building people up who they shouldn't have a problem building up. They have a hard time right. get, getting Roman Reigns over as right. a top star. Bailey and <laughs> fucking, of, you know, all kinds of people. So how should we believe that this way, which in the past 15 to 20 years, <laughs> it ain't worked? <laughs> and they still doing stuff that they so-called, support, they came up with during the Attitude Era. They still running off of that playbook, and this stuff is not working. It don't even work. It badly worked for their top stars. Yeah, I think y'all were talking about it earlier. How they were sounding on, talking on the ladders. Like, if I'm a badass and I'm crazy, uh, 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 I don't care. If I'm a Kevin Owens type, I ain't getting up on no ladder to talk to these people. You know what? I'm gonna wait till these people get up on the ladder. Yeah. And then I'm gonna tip okay. the ladder over. And I'm gonna push somebody off. Maybe Braun Strowman because it might, you know, he might twist the knee or something and and. and Heard his chances Sunday. So exactly. And they they barely had hard times building these people. I know we put in our mind how we think they're gonna do it, but I it's starting to get to a point where I think we starting to as fans or uh, a lot of fans we start reading stuff online and believing what and what 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 the women always say about the men like. A cheating man, like, damn, man, you tell so many lies that you start believing your own lies. (laughs) And you start telling yourself all this stuff that you start believing it, and then when it don't happen, you even more disappointed. And then 
when you go to um, post your blame and stuff, it really be at the wrong thing because you told yourself that. They never told you they were going to do that. They've been doing the same thing for years and years and years, and what we should be talking about is the process. Like your team say, trust the process. Well, we can't trust WWE process, and B ain't coming in here talking about trust the process. <laughs> <laughs> right? Maybe you should hire him as a summer consultant and, uh, you know, get some of that process that 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 uh, coach been talking about and GM been talking about. Well, they can they can hire Brian Colangelo or or, or or the the guy before him who who invented the process and maybe he can <laughs> he can help them process stuff out and find stuff because right now the process is Well, WWE weak. already got or got already got problems with burner Twitter accounts. <laughs> with with that racist lady, uh that bigot lady talking uh Talking all that shit about Muslims and shit while her husband making fucking deals with TV deals with Saudi Arabia and fucking Jordan and all these <laughs> Arabic Islamic uh, 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 plate countries and markets. She on Twitter flaming Muslims. <laughs> but like I said, that nobody here. Like you can on. all day and night, and you'll you'll go far in America. You know, unlike. You can't say shit about gay people. You can't really say shit about black people, especially not like obvious shit like call people an ape or, or something like that. And and you know, Mexicans, eh, you know, they've got they're getting gained in political and, and cultural power. But Muslims, psh, say what the fuck you want about Muslims. American Muslims, one point five billion people. Arab Muslims, it don't one point five billion people. 1.8 billion people, 1. and when they say, like, when they say, <laughs> I was saying this, I was watching something, and then somebody, some fucking extremist fuck, you know, half the peop, half of Islam, you know, believes in, you know, blah, 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 and kill infidels and people that aren't. Then my my question to reporters and anybody that are that's hearing that, and I, I wanted to have a go, then why are you still alive? Because that's over <laughs> a half a billion. That's almost a billion people that you're saying have have what you did in the worst way and what your ideology burned and into the dustbin of history and blah blah blah. Why are you still alive? <laughs> because they almost got Christian. Um, a double. fifth of the planet, a billion people, uh, a, a seventh of the planet. Like, shut up! You you'd be dead. You'd be dead if every other, if every seventh or tenth person <laughs> was was deathly opposed, ideologically opposed to you. You'd be dead. Shut your dumb ass up. But now we don't get good media and you know that kind of shit. So yeah, yeah, true. So, all right, I feel I feel I feel a rant and, and a tangent coming on, and I'm gonna cut I'm gonna cut it off there, and I'm gonna even cut you off, Darrell, and. Uh, Thank you for your time, your effort, your energy. I want to thank Cam for his co-hostership and all the emailers and callers. Appreciate y'all time. And uh, free folks, chime in next week. We will be back. Uh, you VIPers, click over. Rich and I will be will have been back and uh, bought you another hour plus of delicious content. So, um, yeah, for everybody, for all my co-hosts, for all the callers and emailers, thanks, and I'm out.